Boots of the Pit Imps podcast, episode number 116. That is one more than 115. Yes. You're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That was eloquent. Well, you know, hey, that's how it ticks up, right? Anyway, I am the host, Angelo. Uh, The one guy who spoke there was Michael. Hi. The other guy that spoke there was Will. I spoke. He did. He did. And the other guy has no Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs. Ah, dude, fuck my roommates. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I saw that. All I could do was laugh. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm using that. Yeah, man, someone brought up it was 420 yesterday. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you almost can't blame them. Like, you know, there was cereal, it was 420. (laughs) No, no, man, you can go to fucking Walmart. It's open. (laughs) I bought Lucky Charms when I was in Cleveland because I wanted Lucky Charms on St. Patrick's Day. I shared them with everyone. Cereal. You didn't share them with me. I offered. You denied. Did you? Yes. Okay, I don't remember these lucky charms. <laughs> this was after we were at the uh, Tilt to Kilt on Saturday night. Dude, I was there three times Saturday night. I was plenty full. <laughs> we were only there twice Saturday. Unless you went before you went with me twice. Well, yeah, I guess you could consider it twice or three times because I was outside for an hour during the cop thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, But anyway, w- real stories here. Uh, magic and stuff. Ha ha. We're going to start with the tournament. Zach, thank you for joining us today. He's going to do the whole show. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, like we're just going to sit here and spectate and comment on him doing everything? I'm totally cool with that. Oh. You know, after last week, like, I could use it right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Those episodes are so fucking long. But I do want to talk about some legacy. And we got some legacy over at Kyoto. Oh, yes. Uh, the bracket broke down as such. The number one seed, Kazuya Murakami versus Kie Umahara. Uh, Kazuya Murakami wins 2-1. We have, uh, Yosuke Muranaga versus Kai Thiel and Thiel wins 2-0. We it's, have- It's probably Tila. No, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It's German spelled. It's probably Tila. Okay, but he's very Asian. Is he really? Yes. Oh, well, then it's probably Thiel. I have no idea. I, I like. I, I think he's just like the child of a base kid. Damn. Well, okay, maybe, man. All right. You know, because there's a lot of U.S. bases over there, so I'm thinking that's a, that's like a child who's, you know, because he looks like he could be partial. I have faith. Yeah, he I have, looks like a bro. He does. He, does, he definitely does look like a bro for sure. He's that's your that's your Japanese magic bro. Yeah. Yeah. Probably okay. a Boggles player in modern. Oh, man. That's, well, that's cool, though. I bet his win percentage is great. <laughs> uh, but Theo wins 2-0. Uh, Kente Harane, uh, 2-0 over Shota Yasaoka. That guy again? Oh, yes. Didn't he just do something last week? Yeah, he just uh, finished yeah. second at a pro tour. So what? Oh, and then he went to a Grand Prix because he probably hasn't done that in a while, and he just got his 23rd top eight. Yeah, probably. I mean, he did finish 368 positions ahead of Zach. <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Are you serious? Wow. Zach, would you like some water or ice for that bird? Uh, shit. I don't know. I'm glad I didn't find the fucking bowlers. <laughs> oh. Dude, you know what, though? You finished infinite spots in front of all three of us, so. <laughs> oh, and I, hey, I beat LSV, so that's all that cares, right? Really? Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, if you went 05 drop. I mean, I cannot, I cannot, I just, playing against LSV is an honor. It's cool. He's a great dude, for sure. Yeah. Um, was it a pun war, or did you actually play Magic? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Damn it. 
<laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, Yukihiro Satake versus uh, Yuta Takahashi. Takahashi wins 2-0. Takahashi over Harane 2-0. Uh, Murakami versus Theo 2-1, and Yuta Takahashi defeats Kazuya Murakami 2-1 to win this thing. Legacy decks, guys. Oh, my God. I like it, man. I like a Japanese Legacy Grand Prix. Like, oh, my goodness. Right. So exciting. The, the technology available. Uh, what the hell? So, uh, who wants to talk about what Yuta Takahashi was on? While my computer stays here, like, freezing up. I can absolutely do that. Awesome. So, talk, Will, go yeah, for absolutely. It. Talk Kill it. <laughs> All right, so he's definitely on a countertop deck. Uh, we have three Jace, the Mind Sculptor, uh, three Vendillion Clicks, and one Venther, Shaper Savant. That's pretty, that's pretty spicy. We have three Ponder, three Terminus, and two Entreat the Angels. Four Brainstorm, three Swords to Plowshares, one Main Deck Pyroblast, Two main deck counter spells, four force of wills, two dig through times, four sensei's divining top, and four counterbalance. Like just super actually win focused out of this shell. Not a whole lot of card draw or, or manipulation, just lots of counter spells and threats. 22 lands, uh, notably two Caracas. Sideboard, we have a second Venser. Uh, I guess he thinks it's really good. I'm, I'm curious about how, uh, how he wants to use that card. One pyroblast, one wear and tear. Two Reb, Red, Red Elemental Blast, one Relic of Progenitus, one Rest in Peace, one Swords to Plowshares, which, you know, finishes off the set, two Ether Sworn Canonist, uh, as Hate that also is a Clock, two Flusterstorm, one Graft Digger's Cage, one Pyroclasm, and a Blood Moon. Mm-hmm. Very uh, high-impact sideboard. The one of's there, they can all just pretty much win the game and uh, then just kind of fill out whatever he wants to uh, have maximized in different matchups. Do uh, countertop decks normally have Canonist in the sideboard? No, not really. No, no. This is this is not something you see a lot of. Um, and really, you don't even see a whole lot of rule of law effects either, I don't think. But uh, I personally like this card a lot. And, you know, from my take on his list is that he doesn't want to sit there forever. He really wants to be able to establish kind of a soft lock and clock and uh this is just all of that in one package against the uh the storm decks which are just you know really good yeah i mean i play them in my sideboard of maverick but yeah absolutely i mean it yeah. that's i mean it makes thing. sense i like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and like he's definitely trying to gear up a little bit for sure right right so we have uh kazuya kazuya murakami yes in his list i was just pulling it up his list is a little different um mainly because he's running four monastery mentors but this is a counterbalance deck um, he it, also it has countertop. He also has two Stoneforge Mystics. It's crazy. Yes. So it's <laughs> Monastery Mentor is pretty sick in this. Oh, no doubt. I mean, those one one creatures, they get you there. Um it's you know, two Stoneforge Mystic, four Monastery Mentor, four Ponder, three Terminus, four Brainstorm, four Swords of the Plowshares, three Days, one Counterspell. Counterspell. Wow. Mm-hmm. Four Force of Will, two Dig Through Time, four Sensi's Divining Top, a Batter Skull for Sid's uh, Stoneforge Mystic, four Counterbalance. I, I really like the Days Inclusion, which mm-hmm. is really not normally in a, in a countertop list, but it's it specifically is there to protect the Monastery Mentor, I imagine. Like, tap out for the Mentor, Days automatically get a Prowess token no matter what you have done value. Like, right. really, really nice yeah. synergy. Yeah. I can't argue with what you just said. Because <laughs> it seemed right. No Caracas in the lands... Um, could be a mistake. Uh, He's also two lands lighter. He is two lands lighter. Mm-hmm. He has a sideboard that consists of three meddling mage, two pirates. Nice. Yes. Three pyre blast, a divert. <laughs> divert? <laughs> oh my goodness, that's, that spell is so awesome. 
uh, one engineered explosives, a fluster storm, a graft digger's cage, a containment priest, a pyroclasm, one redirect, one rest in peace, and one wear and tear. This guy, he's all over the place. Divert and, well, I mean, it's, it's a Japanese Grand Prix in its legacy. You're going to see some awesome cards. Divert and redirect. Like, so, like, they're nothing, no direct damage hits me. <laughs> But it's also very reasonable to board these cards in as counter spells in the blue matchups. Right. So he's he's getting double duty out of you know these two side these two one ofs in the sideboard. Um, pretty cool, absolutely. Yeah, I do like the tech of the monastery mentor into the counterbalance deck. Like I, I, I love me. Yeah, I, I mean this like it it even goes further than that too because he has the stone forge as well and the batter skull. Mm-hmm. So like, he's he's almost two decks in one, and then the monastery mentor. Yeah. Like you said it's just man, it's. Yeah. Everything you want it to be, absolute one card win con. I mean, he has no angel makers. There's no entry to the angels at all. Yeah, no, yeah. no, but I, with those additional six creatures, he's just trying to get the game done quick instead right. of like taking his time to entreat for like three. So those are our two finals lists. Yeah, it's, I would. It's the two. It's two countertop lists with yeah. a notably aggressive slant. Yeah, I, I think he also doesn't have any red splash in the main, so yeah, well, yeah, or at all. I really I do think you could uh, shoehorn in a single entry though. Probably. Yeah. I mean, these are pretty. These are pretty unexplored lists, really. So. What would yeah. you cut for the extra entreat? One of the Stoneforge. Drop a swords to the plow to, uh, to the yeah. sideboard like uh, uh, Takahashi did. Yeah, I'd probably have three swords. Um, maybe even take away the one counter spell. No, no, come on, man! You no. need that counter spell. Like you, they just need to see counter spell the real card once in the three games. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That it's it's just like a force spike. All you got to do is see it once. Aha! So, uh. Zach, you play some Legacy, right? Uh, a handful, not okay. a ton. Okay, do you want to go over Yuta Takahashi's list? Yuta. Or wait, no, is that the right list? No, I think that's no. the one I want. Uh, yeah, that's the one you want. Yeah, we yeah. want you to go that's over Kente Harane. Kente, where you at, bro? All right, all right. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> some omniscience. Okay, Omnitel, here we go. All right, we got Emrakul, we got four Git Probe, four Ponder, four Preordain, four Show and Tell, you know, all the good good blue spells. Some Brainstorm, Spell Pierce, a Fluster yes. Storm, and Impulse. Oh, yes, are you serious? Fucking yes, impulse? impulse. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, four Cunning Wish, I like oh, that. Yes. Uh, one Intuition, four Force Oil, three Dig, uh, four Omniscience. And then, you know, with that cunning wish, it looks like in the yeah. sideboard, what are we looking for here? Oh, there it is. Release the ants. There's really? that rid- yeah, there's, there <laughs> ridiculousness. There, there yeah, we go. You don't even that need omniscience combo. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you got cunning wish, why put it in the main? You got a Latimerized call in there too. Search your library for oh, a yep. future card. He can cast that? Oh, he's got oh he, he can cast it with omniscience. Okay. Yep. Man, there's some crazy stuff in here. So we'll go to the sideboard. It's one Fluster Storm, one Surgical Extraction, one Pyroblast, one Release the Ants, one Firemine's Foresight, uh, one dig, another Dig Through Time, the fourth one, uh, two Engineer Explosives, two Pyroclasm, one Wipe Away, one Pact of Negation, one Stifle, one Eladomri's Call, and one Snuff Out. Yeah, he can also use the Eladomri's Call off of the uh, Cunning Wish to grab Emrakul and then Show and Tell. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 he can so he can oh. also basically this deck only has to resolve omniscience with a cunning wish in hand, and he has ways to do everything from there. Like so, the Firemind's yeah. foresight finds the uh, show and tell when you don't have it. The, you know, the, obviously the call for the Emrakul, like really, really deep lines, and then plus you have the multiple dig through line kind of chain. You can have some really, really big turns. Like I, I think you can really go for it with this deck. I mean, obviously even more so. I think. Yeah, you got. I I I love the one underground C just so he can use uh, snuff out. 
<laughs> pay for life rather than pay. <laughs> yeah, for having for having a swamp. Yep, <laughs> I have a swamp. <laughs> oh, you made an Emrakul. No, I guess it doesn't kill Emrakul, but you made something that prevents my Emrakul win. Okay, here's a snuff out. Yeah, this is an interesting list. It's definitely all in on the one Emrakul for sure. Like that's the only. I mean, and then the release land. Sorry, but you really don't need usually more than one Emrakul. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Super, super cool. This is so true. Uh, Mike. What's up? You get to explain how Kai feels, Nick. Oh, I was hoping I would get this one. Okay, good. All right, so Kai is on some uh, Ad Nauseam Tendrils over here. Is it Ad Nauseam Tendrils, or is it the Perfect Storm? Oh, man, so there was definitely a huge learning lesson on the the Facebook group about this. (laughs) And we'll get it again, because we're bound to fuck this up. (laughs) Definitely, we have one copy of Ad Nauseam in the main deck, and we don't have all of the red rituals. So that makes Isn't there like a burning wish that makes it epic storm? I thought it was the red rituals and burning wish. Yeah, yeah like the heavier red component. Yeah. yeah, I think perfect storm is just straight Grixis instead of just flashing fast. Hmm. All right, so let's start this. We have four Jataxian probe, four ponder, three cabal therapies, Best three direct. Ever. two preordain, four infernal tutor, two passing flames, and one tendrils of agony. On to instance, we have four brainstorm, four darker tool, one rain of filth, yes, four cabal ritual, one ad nauseum, four lion's eye diamonds, and four lotus petals. And no interesting lands. Fifteen total. Yep. Hold up, I'm gonna stop you real quick. All right. Uh, when you when you hover over lotus petal, you see that uh, tempest remastered art, and let me tell you, lotus petal in silver border looks so dope. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. So dope. You know what? I got a soft spot for the old brown ones. I like brown cards. I don't know what it is. It's just probably because of how I started playing. Like I'm I old. like the old brown ones, man. I'm a newer player, and I prefer the brown ones. Oh, I hate you guys. I'm all about that silver border. Hey, it's cool, and the art really does look good on this. Yeah, like the, uh... the art is excellent. Mm-hmm. Sorry, right, keep going, right. Michael. Sorry. <laughs> On to the sideboard. Two Xanted Swarms. Three Speaking of, of this night. ad nauseum, man. I like crushing <laughs> 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 him, man. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> wow, really? There's a, there's a rain of filth in the deck? Yeah, rain yep. of filth. Thanks for paying attention, Will. <laughs> May I continue? Sure. All right. So, so two, yeah, rain two, of filth. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> two Xanted Swarm, three Dread of Night, two Chain of Vapor, two Fluster Storm, four Abrupt Decay, one Cruising Grip, and one Empty the Warrens. Continue with your interruptions. Oh, no, I'm good now. Oh, you're good now? Oh, okay. I think we got it all out, right? He definitely stretches the mana base post-sideboard. The mm-hmm. Abrupt Decay is, is something you don't normally see in these decks, and, like, it's yeah. just super, super safe if he has some kind of permanent that uh, stops you. Mm-hmm. Dread of Night's pretty cool as well. Like stops you from dying to to tokens that get created from flashback spells, and also can you know potentially kill a lot of the uh, the white bears. Yeah, it also kills that three one creature that is uh, untargetable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think you're gonna try and win before that happens. It comes down on turn three. I, I mean, I yeah. guess you can win before that, mm-hmm. but it's good to have that in your bag though. Okay, so well, yeah, Kie uh, Umaharas. Ooh, I'm scrolling. Now I don't have to scroll anymore. You know all this. Right. Canadian you know threshold all day, son. We have four Delver of Secrets because he's he's really good, and then uh, four Nimble Mongoose because one drops are just the best best creatures ever, and then four Tarmogoyce because he cheats. 
<laughs> four ponders and two four bolts at sorcery speed. Four brainstorms, four lightning bolts, four stifles because one mana destroy your lands is awesome. Two spell pierce, two spell snare, four days, four force will. Eighteen lands, uh, notably four wastelands are very, very important to this deck strategy. This is your, this is like the Ponza of the format, if you will. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's very different as well. But like, you just, you make, minimize their resources and kill them quickly with unfair creatures. Uh, we, and then you may have burned if you, if you can, or there, yeah, other bolts. So, sideboard, one Vendillion click, two rough and tumble, uh, as a pyroclasm of choice. One pithing needle, one red elemental blast, one destructive revelry, two sulfuric vortex, one sulfur elemental, which, uh, I mean, I would guess wow. is there to kill tokens. Um, one graft digger's cage, one pyroblast, one ancient grudge, one price of progress for just all of the extra burn if you hit it, and then two submerge for the Tarmogoyf mirrors. You, uh, the sulfur elemental you can flash in against when they go to junk up a true name nemesis. Mm-hmm. You can save your. That's no, that's up. only only white creatures. It's white creatures oh, it get plus white. one minus one. As yeah. was the other. I don't, I I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I mean, it kills the monk tokens, but it makes the mentor. It kills one. it kills monk tokens, which is very important. And then you you still also have to worry about um, what's the flashback spell the make lingering fly. souls. Yeah, so like lingering souls, and definitely yeah, it's probably there for lingering souls if because people are, it's still. It also Good. could be that they're they're aware of the uh, monastery mentor. Like, I mean, it doesn't answer the mentor though. It's still a three one at that point, right? But oh. the tokens that as they are created, if this if any of these permanents are in play, they will die to state based effects. Yeah, but like the mentor decks tend to run, you know, bolt path, so or swords plowshares. But I think it's more or less just for the uh, lingering souls. And Thalia. Yeah. Thalia. That is a problem creature for this deck. Yeah, it doesn't want to play like. It doesn't want to pay more than one for anything. I mean, it also just hoses moms, which is it does hose moms. It's pretty good. Yeah, white creatures. Yeah, it's are probably fun. more or less for that for those. Okay, so mom, go away. No, seriously, okay. mom, don't touch me there. What the hell's wrong with you? Does this deck normally play fork bolts? I thought it was normally like just bolt as a red spell. There's usually some kind of other red spell mm-hmm. as well. I mean, every once in a while, fork bolts, fork bolts, pretty flavorful. Yeah, it looks like this kind of meta seemed to be expecting a lot of tokens or one power stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I'm gonna go over Yasuke Morinaga's deck. Uh, we have four Delver of Secrets, four Young Pyromancers, four Monastery Swift Spear, a True Name Nemesis, and a Tassiger. What? You got Splash ripped the, the silver. Splash the black for nothing but a Tassiger. And a Cabal Therapy. Hold on. There's, yeah. yeah. Cabal Therapy. Get on with the list. Uh, one Gitaxian Probe, four Ponder, two Fort Bolt, a Cabal Therapy. Yeah, I guess those are worse Splash Black work. A uh, four Brainstorm, four Lightning Bolt, <laughs> four Days, four Force of Will, and three Dig Through Time. I mean, Tassiger just is, I mean, you can run Cabal Therapy and Tarmogoyf when you have Tassiger, right? <laughs> Why not just Gurmag Angler? Just Tass- because we are not playing Popper. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Sideboard, uh, two Cabal Therapies, two Surgical Extractions, two Pyroblast and Electricery, one Graft Digger's Gauge of Thought Seas, two Price to Progress, one Null Rod, fuck yeah, one Smash to Smithereens. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good card for the stack. You're right? <laughs> you can't equip. Fuck all nothing. Go to hell. <laughs> to hell with your top. <laughs> you can never activate your top. That's actually kind of awesome. Hmm. Uh, Zach, uh, you want to go over Shota's list? Uh, I will look at it, but I'm pretty sure it's the exact same deck I went over before, plus an Emrakul. Boo. 
Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's pretty much the exact same list. Yep, has two, two oh, Emerald instead so of one. the next one? Yeah, take that. There's the impulse. That's the last one we got. Uh, I mean, not, not, not in Shota, because he's dope. Right. Uh, the last one is Yukihiro Satake. Yukihiro. Alright, so we are looking at one Jace the Mind Sculptor, four Stoneforge, two Snapcaster, two True Name, Driven Dillion Click, two Ponder, uh, into four brainstorms, four bolt, four stifle. Holy cow! I love the stifle. <laughs> on main board over there. Love Three the swords. Holy one shit. one relic elemental blast. One mana leak. That's crazy too. Mana yeah. leak is it's even crazier. <laughs> mind games than the counter spell. And uh, I mean, I, it's it's pretty much hard counter spell in in legacy. I mean, come on, man. Why does it turn seven? To. Uh, so we also have four Force of Will, two Dig Through Time, one Jite, one Batter Skull, and a plethora of lands, including a Colonnade, which seems kind of crazy. That's nuts. I like, I like that though. Yeah, four Wastelands also, so. So we got some, uh, you know, we got oh, our, our Stone Blade here. Yeah, with, with a Mana Denial plan, which is. Yeah, so going into the sideboard, we have a Batter Skull, an extra Batter Skull, three Meddling Mage, Ooh. two Ether Sworn Canonists again, mm-hmm. uh, one one wear tear, two pyro blast, one fluster storm, two rest in peace, one negate, one yeah. engineered explosive, and Here my boy, a Johnny wow. Vengeance. Yes. Oh my god. Holy I love, shit. I love me some of Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, this guy's brutal in control. Like, control matchups, this guy's so brutal. This guy has great inevitability against other blue decks with a colonnade and the a Johnny Vengeance post sideboard. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Plus, it also, like, I doubt he boarded anything against Delver matchups, but, like, the Delver decks can't get stuck on one land, and if you ever get to keep that tapped... Yeah, with four Wasteland and an Ajani, like, ooh. Yeah. It's four Stifles, too. Oh, no, no. Yeah, you can right. absolutely You're... change mana bases. Mm-hmm. Which is not something, you know, that Stoneblade does. And even against Miracles, if you can somehow work to the ultimate, yeah, you have no lands. Good luck with that top. It's, it's, I mean, it's a pretty good chance to get to the ultimate against other control matchups. Mm-hmm. Either that or you, like, pivot the game to be only about a Johnny, and while they're developing all of, or, like, devoting all of their resources towards a Johnny, you then have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can say firsthand, like, a Johnny Vengeance just does work. Oh, especially, my God, oh, yeah. Especially when you just drop it out of nowhere and they're not expecting it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he was, I mean, my metaphor to that is I grinded a lot in the uh, the Alara block format, and, uh, man, whenever he started to show up in the Jund lists, just crazy. I ran Super Friends basically because of him. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it's just so easy to win. Because <laughs> I have a Johnny Vengeance to lock down your one threat, and I kill everything else. Um, no, he's he's absolutely stupid. Mm, man, so many sweet, sweet cards. Yeah, di- the decks are different than uh, what we're what we got used to seeing when we was covering SCG every week. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like it's the difference between the Japanese players and the Americans. The Americans are just like just fine running stock lists, and you know, mm-hmm. that's that's cool. But like the Japanese have an undeniable flair about them, and they're not afraid to test things out and throw themselves out there. Yeah, and, and see just, what works. They're not afraid to just like cards and know that even if it's not the best card, they know exactly how and when. Yeah. to where it's good. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, very, very cool stuff. Sweet. Now, to some standard in Krakow. No. Okay, no, <laughs> let's, no let's do it. Okay. Right. Uh, the number one seed going into the uh, finals, and this is how our thing broke down, Ooh, was... Look at that. <clears throat> Paolo Vito Dama da Rosa. Playing Magic again. He goes uh, 2-1 over Sam Pardee. Already not Sam liking Pardee these decks. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, Robin Dolar, 2-1 over Martin Muller. Alexander Hain, 2-0 over Alex Hotman. Leo Scholhoff versus, versus long name. <laughs> Bartolome Lewandowski. 
Lewandowski. Oh man, I don't know. Lewandowski? I don't know. I did the Japanese ones. <laughs> yeah, let's go with, let's go with Bartlemey Lewandowski. Okay, so, uh, Lewandowski loses to Hain 2-0 as well, uh, when he moves on finally. Uh, Martin, Robin Dolar beat Martin Miller, uh, Dolar wins 2-0. Paulo beats Sam Pardee, so, uh, Paulo loses to Dolar, and Hain beats Dolar. Yeah, this is a really stacked hot eight. It's not yep. all that far from, uh, Brussels to Krakow. No. That's true. Yeah. So I'm guessing players decided they was going to stay. Well, players who probably like the standard decks. Why do all of the decks have the same name? I know, right? <laughs> Could I just... Can ah. I choose to not go over the ones that are repeating? Um, <laughs> no, I want you to go over all the repeaters. We'll cut uh, <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so, no. uh, who, who, Alexander Hain took down this bad boy? What yeah. was his spice? He was running Esper Dragon. Uh, he's got That's one a pretty good list. The Spirit Dragon. He has three Dragon Lord Ojatai and two Solemngar the Drifting Death. Uh, it's sorceries, four, th- four of them, two thought seas, two cracks of fate. I save. Well, I, I just, I don't know. I've never been a two of thought seas guy. Numbers. Like, I, it's always at least three. Uh, anyway, instance, three anticipate, one disdainful stroke, four solemn golf scorn, two bow blight, two ultimate price, three heroes downfall, two foul tongue invocation, one or two dissolves, and four dig through time. We have lands. Twenty-seven <laughs> of those motherfuckers. Two yep. haven of the spirit. Wow. Dragon. Yeah, there is two havens of the spirit dragons. He's moving back not once but twice. Dealt with Ugin, dude. Ojitai. Ojitai. Yeah. He's all, he's just so hard to deal with. Okay, mm-hmm. so sideboard. We have two thought, two more thought seas, two bob light, and ultimate price. A foul tongue invocation. Two Tassiger, the golden fang. One Ashiok nightmare weaver. One, two dragon lords prerogative. That's the. uh uh, draw four uncounterable. That's the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if for some reason the blue mirror matchup is a thing, like the Esper Dragon's mirror, I don't know. I guess <laughs> is it board, a thing? I guess you'd board <laughs> this in think. for. It could be. It uh, could happen. Two Drown in Sorrow and two Dragon Lord Solgar. Because control magic on a stick. Yeah, no, I mean, Dragon's Lord is just really good against, yeah, I mean, like the big green things. Like, yeah. Taking a Tarkas is good. Taking yeah. a Tarkas is good. Taking Sea Dragon. And then having is to good. take that same Tarka yeah. again is also good. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> I, I did coverage on that. Who has who has best dragon? They have dragon fight. Yeah. Zach, what do you think about this deck in the new standard? Uh, is well, this the best? I mean, it, it, I think it is. Uh, what's your what's your call on this? Uh, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. Come on. I man. suppose. Uh, uh, see, I, I tried out the blue black control last uh, during Fate Reforged, and I, it's not my style. I can't see myself playing it. Uh, I mean, I like Ojatai. I think that's a worthy splash for throwing just white in the deck or just that. Um, and I think they even upped the numbers from the Pro Tour. I think they were on three Silumgar, two, two Ojatai, Ojatai at the time. I think they Maybe were on, they switched they were on two and two. Maybe. I don't, I'm not sure. But, I mean, yeah, yeah the yeah. deck is good, and it, it's picking up a lot of speed, and it's going to be a headache for a while. It's, I mean, it's going to go back to, like, Rev style, like half half the people are playing control, half the people are trying to beat control. And I don't think there's any way we get around that until Origins comes out. Right. So we have also on Esper Track, and we have Alex Hotman, we have Paolo Vito Donatorosa, we have Martin Muller, and we have Robin Dolar. Now... Uh, Leo Schulhoff. Yeah. Uh, he was on the Blue Black Dragons. Uh, Will, go ahead. Thank you. Oh, I was going to volunteer for this one. I knew uh, you was. That's why I said you. Will. Yeah, uh, we got one Ugin, because, man, we don't need that white splash. Fuck all that noise. Uh, we have three Asylum Guard, the Drifting Death, and uh, one Thought Seize, two Crux of Fate. 
That's the sorcery speed stuff. Everything else is instanced the way it should be. Two Bio Blights, four Salamgar Scorn, four Anticipates, two Ultimate Price, three Heroes Downfall, two Foul Tongue Invocation, four Dissolve, four J- or Dig Through Time, and two Jace's Ingenuity. 26 lands, one Haven of the Spirit Dragon is among them. Sideboard, we have a second Thoughtseize, two Ultimate Price, one Dragonlord's Prerogative, all four Drown in Sorrows, two Bio Blights, two Foul Tongue Invocation, we have a Pearl Lake ancient because, I mean, dragons don't get to hang out in, or uh, Leviathan, sorry, don't get to hang out in the main deck. And then uh, two disdainful strokes. Yeah, I'm not sure I agree on that, Pearl Lake. About the red X. I think that was more or less his, because he can't play with Ojitai in the mirrors, so... Yeah, it's it's that, it's fair in the mirrors because the whole it can't be counted thing. Well, yeah. I would like to hear Zach's opinion. That's my I, opinion. And my I mean, first of all, it doesn't have reach, no, it and doesn't. I think that right there just like that's totally true. It, it, it just you know negates the the, the, the whole thing that you're going to be playing these mirror matches. But like, it is a six seven, and it could be a seven eight or an eight nine. But you it, know, it's harder. I, well, do you I, think I, that the do you think that the clock is comparable to Dragon Lord? So like, if this is the one of that you draw, hopefully, after your Silumgar has prevented Ojitai from attacking your face? Like, do you buy it as a combo? I mean, if your opponent just has, I, I don't know, the Foul Tongues and all that kind of stuff, and now with uh, yeah, but, Ultimate I mean, uh, Price back and everything, like, do you you're going to get so far behind in that mirror match, picking up all your lands. Do you think that all that stuff's in there post-board? A good chunk of it, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, probably some part of it is still in there. Like, they, they probably still have the hero's downfalls, for sure. In, in some number. But, like, I think it's definitely super counterspell-based and card draw-based at the... Actually. At post-board, which I, I, I don't know if you're going to get to three games in a in a blue-black versus Esper. But, like, the just the fact that it can't be countered... I mean, I think is better than being, I mean, like, yeah, you lose tempo, but if they're on 13 and you're on 15 and you're not playing with, uh, Sphinx's Revelation, you're playing with Dig Through Time, it's, I mean, I, I, like, I'm just, I'm just trying to have a conversation with you because I think I don't know if the mirrors still keep in downfall though, because you're only targeting the main deck as Ugin. So, depending I mean, on how I mean, much of their you have your deck they saw. Yeah, but like, it's, go. it's just, it's, yeah, right. It's just, it's the best of the removal spells, maybe with Foul Tongue mm-hmm. Invocation being slightly better. Okay. So, so like, yeah, definitely the Foul Tongue Invocations are in post board because it's all about, it's all about, uh, Hexproof, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's just like the best. You absolutely have four Foul Tongues in post board. So, I mean, Pro Lake does dodge that. But you I mean, are. It's also the control deck that's running less lands than the other one. And if you're, only, I mean, it's only dodging one though. It's twenty twenty-six to twenty-seven. Yeah, the difference between twenty-six and twenty-seven is bonkers, crazy. I think it's right, only but, that difference but, but, like, because they're not running the white for Ojitai. They can afford to have one less land. And I mean, at this point, the the whole thing with Pearl Lake was trying to also bounce your uh. Oh, what, the game life plans. Yeah, yeah, the radiant sure, fountain. The radiant fountain. And, I mean, and those are just gone now. He doesn't have them at all. He has no radiant fountain. I mean, that's it's fine. I, like, I'm just, I, I definitely, I think that all, all of the blue, black, and Esper strategies are super, super powerful, for sure. Like, I don't, I don't think this is a format where I'd want to play them, because mm-hmm. when that mirror is happening, it's a really skill-testing and grindy affair, mm-hmm. and I can't get through 10 like, rounds of that, no way. Look like he came more prepared to face a lot of, like, the red decks, which is why he's so down on Thoughtseize and all four drowns in the uh, board. So, I don't think he was too concerned about the mirror match. He was probably more concerned about surviving after turn four. 
Yeah, I mean that's a fair point. I, I just but think then again, at the same coins. Yeah, he only has the one Dragon Lord's prerogative, mm-hmm. also. But at the same time, like if you're not if you're concerned about the red decks, why are you not running Radiant Fountain has, anymore? I mean, he has he has more natural card draw. I mean, I, I don't know. The, the the list is obviously good enough to make the top eight of a pretty well, yeah. pretty reasonable Grand Prix. So I mean, I'm I'm not going to question what he's doing. I think that I think that some of the card choices are pretty interesting. Huh. He definitely draws a ton of cards, which is awesome. Yes. Okay, Zach, um, you know how to beat this deck, so, uh, why, why don't you go over the Jeskai Ascend, Jeskai Tokens deck? Jeskai Tokens. Alright, so we have one Sarkin Dragon Speaker. Kinda surprised to see that. I like yes, it though. So was I. One Mantis Rider. Four Secret Away. No. Uh, so we have These one are. Dragon Fodder. Four Hordling Outbursts. Four Treasure Cruise. Three Raise the Alarm. Two Secure the Wastes. Which I think that's kinda the new tech. Going yeah, on. that card's mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, four Stoke the Flames. Cause it's the best burn spell. Two yeah. Lightning Strikes. For Slash, for, uh, sorry, two Valorous Stance, and of course for Jeskai Ascendancy, and a bunch of lands that are red, white, and blue. Um, yeah, so I, I think the big thing in here is that weird Mantis Rider and the That's two secure the way. That's super, super cool. I, I like it. It makes sense. Yeah. Like, it kind of can just surprise people out of nowhere and win you a game in the air. I'm sure it got sided out it's, a it's, lot. It's, but. Well, I mean, I actually think that postboard is, is where it's really spicy. Like, if they cut on their spot removal and max on their token removal, this could potentially slip through for about nine or so before it gets answered, which is, you know, a lot. Yeah, and I think, like, if, if someone sees it game one, those kind of assume you're on just, like, the Jeskai Egg. Right, and, right. Know, bring in their, their single spot removal and then kind of just be dead to all the generated mm-hmm. tokens and stuff. Yeah, between so the Mantis Rider and the, and the Dragon Speaker, you definitely have that, that double-edged mind game and also just, you know, both the cards are very efficient and, and powerful as well, so cool. Yeah, okay, so sideboard, we have two Ojita Exemplars, but I'm surprised we didn't see it at the Pro Tour much. I really like that card. I think that card's very, I feel very it's a good. bit swingy. Like, it does, it, I think it's very good. It just also seems swingy. Yeah, for sure. E- everything it does is super amazing, so it just mm-hmm. has to do it once or twice. Yeah, yeah. plus, uh, and when you only have 29 non-creature spells, or 20, or 29, yeah, when you have 29 spells or cards in your deck that don't activate this thing, it makes it have a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's one Glare Heresy, four Disdainful Stroke, two Negate, two End Hostilities, two Seismic Rupture. Oh, man. Interesting. I and like it. two Elspeth Sun's Champion, because it is, Elspeth. It is pretty, I mean, that's like a great token maker, but it's pretty odd to see the tokens deck running the... Uh, the the rupture? Py- the py- yeah, the pyroclasm-like yeah. effect. But, I mean, I guess he's thinking that, well, I'll just have ascendancy in play and it won't matter. Yeah, all my creatures will be at three or better. Yeah, so that's that's mm-hmm. pretty funny. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, I still like this list just because it's dirt cheap. I like yeah. the list because it's, I mean, it's fun, and it's, I mean, it's just not the normal tokens deck, it's the tokens It's probably deck. the most powerful, like, deck whenever everything comes together. If you're uh, firing on full all cylinders, it's probably the most powerful well, deck. Well, I would think that's the combo deck then, whatever the, the other ascendancy deck. Oh, the ascendancy combo deck? Yeah. yeah. Uh... I just feel like you get this it's, one more it, consistently than the combo, though. Well, yeah, but we're not talking about consistency. We're just talking about power. I so. don't know. When you, I've seen this deck, you know, take people from 22 to 0 in, like, a turn. Mm-hmm. I've so. done it. In modern, too. So, yeah. So, I mean, it is powerful. Like, it can just mm-hmm. fart out a win. But, you know. Win farts. Yeah. <laughs> Fart for the win. Uh, Mike, go ahead. Vampire Zogitai Vant? Yeah. All right. So we have four Elvish Mystics and four Sylvan Carrion as Mana Dorks, four Fleece Main Lion, four Den Protector, four Deathness Raptor, because you know they kind of go hand in hand. I'm so glad we put those cards together, Mike. I know, right? Yeah. Pals. Yeah. (laughs) Wish I can give you a high five and a hug. Shh. 
high five. Yeah, there it goes. I don't even remember what I did. <laughs> oh man, you got no, you got like you definitely got anticipate, which is super right. Oh so, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> three Dragon Lord Ojutai, three Corsair of Crew Fix, two Sorok the Hunt Caller. On to instance, we have three Dromokas Command and three Valorous Stance, and then we have two Main Deck Mastery of the Unseen. Yeah, so this is like uh the what Craig Wesco and company were on yeah, last week. No yeah, I'm not sure if it's card for card, but yeah, I mean similar strategy though. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I like this list a lot better because Nick Thost isn't in with the mastery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I okay. feel like since they're splashing for Ojutai, they probably can't afford Nick Thost. That's great to me then. Cause... No, the the list last week had Ojutai also. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but did I, mean, it have like, I don't think Craig was running Nickthos and his though. No, I don't believe um, he was. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think yeah, it, I, I didn't have a card for card list. I just got to watch the match. Yeah, I'd never got to play test with this, but I'm like assuming they have a lot even with Nickthos, and it's probably too hard to run Nickthos with the Ojutais, especially because you also need green white on turn two a lot for the fleece main. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think it's more of a tempo deck than a than a mana crazy deck. Yeah, I'd say more value, but. And look, I just uh, know they're not gaining 600 life in a game, so... They might so, gain max of C. I, I like that main deck mastery. I mean, it's not like the, the yeah. namesake of the, of the deck, but, you know, it's a really good card against all the control you're going to be seeing, mm-hmm. along Sweet with the, the Den Protector Deathmiss, you know, package. Yeah. It's yeah, just super, super value. Game. Super, super late game. Just, like, can, can continue to grind no matter how late the game goes, as long as you have lands. Uh-huh. So what's in this? All right. There is a fourth Dromokas Command and a fourth Valorous Stance. There are two Glare of Heresies, three Disdainful Stroke, one Negate, three Encase in Ice, two Stratus Dancer, and hold on to your butts, two Arashian Cleric. Say what? Two Arashian <laughs> Cleric, huh? A one three for two yeah. that gained to three life. Pretty sure that's tech after seeing Dang when the pro so much red. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's absurd. Arashian Cleric <laughs> is standard playable. Yeah, so well, like, before uh, this you tell me how good it was at draft, well... He went one further, well, uh, Angelo. Yeah, I mean it's gotten better in draft. I won't argue that. Like I, I it, it just has because there's so many two ones and three ones mm-hmm. and dragons. But to see it in a standard deck anywhere is kind of disheartening. You know, it's really good against the one drop deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, dude, it's I mean it shits on one drops. I'm not arguing any of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably better than a fleece main line in that deck. Sometimes bad cards are just right against the right matchup. Hey, Dragon Throne of Tarkir also made a top eight, so Ooh, just gotta rub that in, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> just the, all the rub ins. Uh, what do you think of this, Zach? Is this something you play? This looks up your alley. Oh, absolutely up my alley. I sat behind Craig and watched him play on day two a little bit. And it's awesome. Man, this this deck just shreds. I love it. Yeah, I mean, you you just have so many lines of play, so many variable angles to just continue to put permanence on the battlefield no longer, no, no matter how long the game goes. And then with Den Protector, being able to either cy- keep cycling those back and forth, rebuying lands mm-hmm. if you need to. Yeah, which will continually rebuy your Deathmiss Raptor engine. Like, it really, mm-hmm. I mean, you if you get to deploy, I mean, you can deploy a lot of mana throughout the game, and you're, you're not like, the only way you're missing cards is by mastery, mastering them and making permanence. Like, all you do is make mm-hmm. permanence. Yeah, and this deck also looks like it can just, like, turn on its heels when it needs to and just go straight aggro if it has to. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, like, you have the Fleece Main starts and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fleece Main and the Death Mist and the Sorok. Into Ojutai. <laughs> turn one Elf, turn two Raptor, turn three Sorok, swing. Yeah, wow, that's really good. That's a, that's a sequence. <laughs> So seven on seven on three. That's pretty good. That, that, yeah, that'd be they, you swing for eight. 
three. No, the elf, yep. the elf has to tap for mana. Yeah, but Sorok's a 5-4. Oh, he's a 5-4? I thought it was a 4-4. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, he's, he's really good. I didn't he, know he was a 5 He's Ojutai's power I, I just, I never looked in the bottom right corner. <laughs> I just assumed, you know, I just saw the 4 and assumed a 4. No, he, he's a 5 power dude on turn 4. Wow, that makes Formidable so much easier with him. Wow, geez, oh, yeah. that makes so much more sense. That guy's That's insane. why I was kind of talking yeah, about that guy's, that guy's modern really a little good. bit. Holy shit. Boyd is typically a 3-4 in modern yeah. with this guy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've slotted him into my zoo list for a little bit. I'm trying him out. Yeah, I feel like he probably would be pretty decent because a five four four drop doesn't die to bolt, gives itself haste, gives anything else haste. Is it Seems... stressful for the double green in the zoo? Do you ha- do you often have two greens? Uh, I mean, you can have double anything when you yeah. need it. It's not I... hard. It's modern. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have twelve twelve fetch mana is perfect. And magic and crystal I mean, I know you all can, day. Well. No, you can plan stuff. I just didn't know. Listen, I'm the guy who like brought some... four color zoo to a top. I know that. <laughs> I know, but sometimes like the mana, like it's very important to have the right lands on the right turns in the early game. I just wondered. That's all. Well, it's modern. Mana's perfect. It's magical oh, Christmas dude. land. Do whatever you want. It'll Jesus. work. All right. I mean, if you just go stomping ground into Temple Garden, you're set. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, that's usually what you want to start with the core. I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Sick. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Zach's going to tell us all about his pro tour experience. and We have questions for him and stuff. And we'll be back in a moment. Okay, everybody, it's that time again for me to talk about Titan Game Shop. This place is the place to go. They got your sealed product. They got your singles at good prices. They ship pretty much anywhere, you know, within, like, legal things. And they got a bunch of other things coming down the pipe that I need to tell you folks about. You like modern? Well, listen to all this modern stuff they got going on, right? First off, Modern Masters. We all know it's coming. They're going to have plenty of product. They're going to do a big release sealed event. Seems kind of fun to me. I mean, just come get the product. Also, they're going to have their own series that they're putting on. Okay? I mean, like, geez. The winners, the three winners, they're going to end up getting sponsored to go to GP Pittsburgh right around Thanksgiving. So, like, that's a pretty good prize. Also, on May 10th, they have a PPTQ Milwaukee. But to go along with it, it's also an SCGIQ and a 1K. That's right, $1,000 in prizes, an invitational qualifier, and a PPTQ, all wrapped up in the one. That's a hell of a tournament. Might want to travel for that one. Jeez, that's like kick-ass. But anyway, check these guys out. That's TitanGameShop.com, T-A-I-T-A-N, GameShop.com, and also at TitanCards at gmail.com. Get a hold of them at either one of those places. You can also find them over on TCG Player. And remember, if you do decide to go there and order something, let them know that the pit sent you. They want to hear it. We want you guys to say it. Helps everybody out. Remember to check his shop out. It's a good shop. I wouldn't put my name on it if I didn't believe it. Okay, we be back and stuff after those words from the sponsors and stuff. Um, Zach, uh, dude, first pro tour. Yeah, dude. Um, congrats. Just a serious congrats. congrats. Good dick and long sack to you, sir. Thank you very much. Crazy, crazy. Um, you know, any, first off, let's just go over the numbers here. I mean, Zach, uh, from the United States, uh, finished 370th. He had six points. He had a breaker score of 42.18%. None of that matters because he's been where we want to be. <laughs> hey, it's more points than LSB got the Pro Tour, so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's ahead of 34 people, so that's all. Or is it 38? I think it was 408. Yeah, I wrote it down somewhere. I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, who cares? It really doesn't matter. The fact that you got to be there and got to experience what it's like to actually be there. Absolutely. Um, definitely um, plays your wheelhouse, too, for sure. Right. <laughs> so It's good, though. I mean, I think you should. Let's quickly, you know, before we get into the questions we have, because I'm sure we all have a ton of them. Let's talk about what you ran for standard. It's sure. An interesting right. uh, deck. Yeah, so I kind of just homebrewed up the best uh, Dromoka's Command Brimass deck that I could find. Those were my stipulations going in. I just wanted to play those two cards and make it work however I could. So it's a uh, just a straight green-white aggro deck, um, and it curves out at the top with four Surox. Um Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it's just one drops through four drops and a bunch of spells to uh, back it up. So, like, the whole plan of the deck is drop a creature, hold up two mana, and then, you know, pump your mana how you see fit, whether it be a Valorous Stance, Tremocus Command, pumping your warden, um, you know, all, all different kinds. So I guess yeah, just yeah. going over it, yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, you definitely can uh, represent a number of different things and show a number of different things with that two mana. If you have green, white open, you're just like, there are a number of things. It's very cool. I, yeah, I like, even, I, even the sideboard is built around that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I really like that, you know, from what I know about you, you played the Zoo deck to qualify, so like, this is very much what I think about you as Magic Player. It's super cool, and I like that you took something you're very comfortable with. Yeah. yeah so efficient creatures. Like like I said, I just kind of built it the way I wanted to play it and yeah. brought, brought it there. Um, so I guess it starts 20, uh, 23 land, Six forests, six plains, uh, four windswept, four temple plenty, and three confluence. Super clean mana. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> it's like, it's like split down the middle how much sources of eat it is though. Uh, and then so one drops, I have two sunblade elf, cause that card is just ridiculously good. Um, and then four warden the first tree. Both of those one drops are great late game, cause you can just dump mana into them and make them great cards. Uh-huh. Uh, so for, yeah, go ahead, man. I was just wondering, uh, for your two drops, you know, I'm, I'm looking at some things here and I'm seeing some things I'm wondering about, but you know, <laughs> I have questions, you know, at the end of you going over the list for sure. For sure. Uh, so for two drops, we'll start with the, uh, there's, there's two creatures, four of four Air of the Wilds, cause it's a 2-2 death touch and yeah. that, that death touch came in really handy with Dramoka's command, just kind of kill anything at, <laughs> at will. Building the deck around Dramoka's command, he's uh, so really, good. Yeah. really good. Uh, and then Fleece Mane because Fleece Mane. The best. Uh, and then there's two Onofenza Kindry Spirit, the new double white Onofenza. How is, how is that? Uh, so when you look at the uh, spells in the deck, it makes a lot more sense. There's two, uh, a four mana green card, Collected Company. Uh, th- those One four cards three. together is, you know, it- it's a modern combo that people are playing, so why not throw it into a standard deck? Oh, okay. Um, I, I get a lot of, a lot of shit from people about the Onofenses, because it just seems awkward to have no, all, no, all one-drops that are green, and then Onofenza being double-white on turn Well, it's to- I mean, it's totally fine. Like, you have mana confluence if you, if you need it to curve, and, you know, like, if you don't hit every, if you don't have the one-drop, you can just Temple Bunny into it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's yeah. actually one of my questions. I was like, you know, all green and double-white, that was one yeah. of the things I was gonna ask you about. Yeah, um, so I... It, it, it does seem awkward, and, and it does lead to playing your hand a little strange sometimes, but the power level of that card is just ridiculous. Um, obviously, that's only kind of why there's two of them, because it's just too hard to do it consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like if I'm already playing Brimaz on three with double white, I might as well right. just, you know, I'm already going to be going for double white. Let's make on offense happen. And she's so powerful where I felt it was fine. So it, going into the three drops, it's a split, three Bromaz, three Boon Seder, because both of those are just powerhouses at three. Yeah, crazy powerful cards. Yeah, Boon Seder's absurd. Yep, and then, you know, curve right into, the, like I said, four Serac. Um And so I have to treat your package. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> How did the four work out? Like, were you often seeing multiples in the game? Yeah, he feels a lot like Seed Rhino, where you see, uh he, he comes in pack. You get one, you mm-hmm. get another um, and you, you want that because people have gun for Serac oh, right away. Oh, sure. You can't let, like, Serac has to die 
die or you've already won a game. Yeah, and a lot of times people would just like throw down a encase an ice in them or something, which mm. that's like the best thing I can ask for it's my fine. opponent to. Like yeah. get all my creatures haste. Okay, that's fine. Right. Yeah, I mean uh, even at that point in time you can legend roll them out of the way and, and that's fine anyway. Yeah, so he's the only creature in the deck that doesn't get hit by uh collected company, which you know How did that work out for you this week that weekend? Uh, I have been wanting to test that card out a lot. Yeah, I mean it, it really makes sense with this. It's super, I, super I think it's better in in modern than it is in standard, but I, I yeah, I agree with that one. With the way this deck was working out, like, mostly because, I mean, there's not a lot of great three drops that I could really mm-hmm. tap into. Bermaz and Boonsander were kind of the only Did ones. Did you give thought to the, uh, Deathness Raptor and, uh, Gem Protector that um, a lot of the uh, Fireball and other guys were on. Yeah, I did. The, the thing I didn't like about it is by playing those, you, you're kind of forced into playing uh, Elvish Mystic as well, and then that slows okay. your deck down by about two turns. Yeah, you're uh, not into the mana. I was just wondering just because like power. you do have the like, company, so like the Elf is kind of a little bit dismissible, but not entirely. Yeah, like um, I'd thought about it and, and played around a tiny bit with it, but I just wanted to go as fast as I could. Because mm-hmm. like I, think... I feel like even Death Mist, it also has like the same upside as Air with the Death Touch. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, now seeing the results, like, that that package is, is bonkers, and I'm definitely going to try it's, it out. More. It's a lot more mana-intensive, and like you say, slower, though. Like, this is this is super designed to just come out fast, dominate the early game, for sure. Yeah, and and going in, I just wanted to play Brimaz, and, and I think in that shell, you kind of can't play him anymore, because you're stuck That's into right. more of a green deck with yeah. a little bit yeah. of white. Um, But, no, it, they're super powerful cards, and you can see with Wesco's deck, like, mm-hmm. he, he, he went a lot higher than I did, just because, you know, he has a couple extra turns based in there. Uh, so anyways, it, for spells, uh, it's super clean. One, become immense, because become immense. It's you just a win a game. Just win the game. Yeah, they're gonna be killing off all your little creatures in the beginning of the game, and if you get one guy through, pump it for six. Yeah, he usually works that's just really like, good game with the token. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, they never, they never expect that. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> this one one's a seven seven. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, and often it could be like an, an eight eight because of like a Dirk Monk's command counter right. on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which that happens all the time, just like winning in, in combat with a Dirk Monk's command counter on a Dirk Monk's Oh no. <laughs> it's so uh, sad. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's the one become immense, two collected company like you talked about. And no, then. Did you ever want a third of the card? Of collected company? Yeah. Um. Uh, yes, in the control matchups, um, possibly could find a sideboard slot for it. Um, but often, like the collected company on Offensa was a package I could take out if I needed to just like trim um, places. A lot of times, collected company was in response to their attacks. You kind of just like blockers out of nowhere. You know, they don't mm-hmm. think you have thing. You kind of win that way. And that, especially like Air of the Wilds or a Brimaz there is really yep. good. Um, I, I think of collect company a lot of um, like. Uh... The one, the one card is a three-two for four. Uh, you get two one-drops. It's like, uh, I mean, I realize they're not the same card, but Ranger oh, yes. Ranger yeah. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, just getting super value and like this even just it puts it into play. So, oh, like, Collective Company is hands down better than Ranger Vios, and I absolutely love that card. Yeah, yeah, right. So like. I mean, I just wonder if the if it's if it if you think it actually increases the power level of the deck more. Um, yeah, more often than not, like you could just like end a turn collect a company, next turn slam a Sorok, and just like switch oh, to like, man, thirteen that's or crazy. something. Crazy. <laughs> or like more often than not, just like end a turn Boonsaders, uh, collect a company next turn or Sorok. Like, it, power just kind of comes out of nowhere. I 17 the guy when he was at, like, 23. Like, wow. took him down. That's like, awesome. Like, a good chunk. Uh, and his eyes just, like, lit up. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I thought you uh, were so... <laughs> <laughs> so, other other spells in the deck are just four Valor Stance, because uh protects all your things, or is a fantastic removal spell, and for Jamoka's Command, because the, that's the whole reason I played deck. Uh, uh, side... One other question. One other question before Cyborg. Uh, did you consider... Uh, gather courage at all. Um, 
Yes, I did. Uh, I played a lot with the Obzon deck with Gather Courage in it. Um, mm-hmm. there, this deck is just so lean with what you have, okay. where Gather Courage just kind of wasn't great. I could see it maybe being sideboarded in if you want to really beat like the uh, Wild Slashes and, and Lightning Strikes that you're seeing these days. Okay. Um, so when you go over the sideboard, can you do me a favor and tell me why these cards are in there? Absolutely. Uh, that the would be amazing. Have, has one card that I didn't actually register for the Pro Tour, the Back to Nature, and there was actually a Missile World Waker. So I guess I'll start with that. Uh, Missile World Waker is obviously a fantastic five-drop planeswalker. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> won't argue that one bit. <laughs> yeah, having having four four tramplers with your excess lands uh, is just fantastic, especially against a control deck. Yeah, you, you have less regard to your lands after she comes out than anyone else. Yeah, and sometimes you could even just like drop Nissa on five, untap four forest, play a Surak, and swing with a hasty Surak too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that there is a Nissa. Uh, again, so then there's two Glare Heresy. Um, mostly because thinking you're gonna see, you know, a lot of Jeskai, uh, for the most part, or any anything playing uh, resilient white creatures or Elspeth. That's just a, a really efficient way of getting rid of those. Um, one Master of the Unseen because again, control. I just needed something to kind of keep going because they're gonna have lots of removal and being able to. You know, pay four mana to have a creature is, you know, super solid, gaining a little bit of life. Um, Do you think and you that, would want more copies of this card with the amount of control and format? I've in in paper right now. I have a second one in there. Yeah, that's where I thought you'd go. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. I mean, you, get, you want these on turn two so you can get under the counter spells. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, there's a, a single silk wrap. Uh, super good against all the aggressive red decks and uh, hornet's nest. That's kind of why that's. Oh, it. really great against okay. hornet's nest, which is a huge problem for you for sure. Yeah, and so that yeah, also kind of wondering, kind of yeah, wondering. So that, you have one of those and two of the other. Yeah, so there's two Banishing Light. Um, also, I really only brought it in against Hornet's Nest. Uh, you can't really bring it again against Obzon, mostly because of the fact that they might have a Dramaka's Command and you just get blown out super hard. Oh, no. Um, so I, I might switch to having two Silk Wrap, one Banishing Light now, because there wasn't a lot of times when I wanted to bring Banishing Light in as an actual removal spell. Uh, and Silk Wrap usually just does it for what I'm trying to get rid of. Okay. Wow. Uh, so two surge of righteousness, uh, kind of the same thing. Bring it against the aggressive red decks. Bring it in against sea drynos. Bring it in against mantis riders. Um, there's a lot of things it just hits. And yeah. <laughs> no, no one's really expecting it when you do it. They kind of. You know, they're, they're oh, not black or red creatures? Oh, I guess, yeah, yeah those yeah. are things. Yeah, especially, like, if you're swinging into a Seed Rhino, they kind of just give you a little head tilt and say, what are you doing? And then, you know, you, you kill their Seed Rhino. Like, sure, you don't get damaged through, but you got a Seed Rhino gone and gained some life, so. Uh, let's see. Two display of dominance because, you know, control as well. Uh, stop their bile blights, yeah. stop their murderous cuts, which I don't think people are playing anymore. Um, nope. it also gets rid of Big Garrick. It gets rid of Ashiok. It gets rid of Narset. Um, it gets rid of, you know, and any pesky. Case and ice. In, yep, in case and ice. It actually stops in case and ice with both modes, which is yep. super relevant. So wow. like if you need to, if you need to swing at that Surak, you know, you just do it in response to their their flash in in case and ice, or you Notably, just blow it up at a turn. Part of the two minute instant package that you talk about. Yep, and so also in the two minute instant package is three plummets, and True. I've lose so many people out with plummets. Um, Hello, another... dragons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I attack with my Ojitai. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean between plummet and Valorous. Or like a command with a air of the wilds. Like there's wow. so many ways to get rid of Ojitai, but it's really in there for uh, Stormbreath. Stormbreath Dragon. Yeah. So yeah. I have no no way of dealing with him other than air of the wilds in in the main deck, or just like a big enough Surak. Um, I guess Surak's always big enough, but they're never going to make that trade. Not, yeah, I mean they have to be very pressed for sure. Yeah. I mean so. <laughs> I mean, and I, I blew a guy so, out so hard. He, I was dead next turn. He, and he, cause I knew he had a thunder break in his hand, but he decided to slam a second, uh, 
Stormbreath Dragon and tap oh, out. God. And so he was swinging in for eighth, and I was at six, and I was just like, well, plummet that one and kill you on the crackback. And, you know, he, he Someone got greedy. Jaw, yeah, jaw open. <laughs> greedy got the best of him. So. Sweet. Yeah, so plummet was all-star all weekend. You see that in a lot of the decks that showed up at the Pro Tour. Um, and then last card is a single with Johnny Steadfast. Um, he started out in the main deck for a long time. Most of these because, like, you're going wide with a lot of dudes, and you use minus two, you give them all plus one, plus one. Or... Yep. Yeah, so the plus one is the uh, plus one, plus one Vigilance oh, yeah, yeah. Lifelink, which is super good against the red decks. And he kind of just moved into the side. Is it also first strike? Yep, first strike, plus yep. one, plus one Vigilance and Lifelink for a single creature. Just, just everything. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, against any aggressive red deck or the Jeskai deck, he's super good to just bring in, get, pad your life a little bit, and, or just bump your team for lethal damage. And with that, Johnny, you don't have to worry about revealing before you put it in your hand. <laughs> yeah, no, no random game losses from that one. <laughs> oh, man. Which I, I think this Ajani is just like hands down better in an aggressive deck than Mentor Heroes could mm-hmm. be in this style of deck. Yeah, I agree with that. If you're probably on like the Craig Blesko version where you're going later, the five mana Johnny probably a little bit better, but yeah, in this one. I think the comparison is probably five mana Johnny versus Nissa. Yeah, and yeah. I decided this was just better to have, you know, the threats that could yeah, potentially... Yeah, this, is, this is better, far better against Control than Johnny is. Yeah, think, and, and this are like, randomly against like, the red-green dragon stack. Like, sure, they might have to chomp uh, land with their Storm Breath Dragon. Cool. Uh, I think your deck makes better use of her than a lot of those, too. I really, really like her. It's just, like, the, yeah. the board in top end. Wow, I mean, it's just perfect. Yeah, so that, that's what I played. I had a lot of fun with it. I think it's a, you know, super solid deck. There's definitely some changes to make since the Pro Tour and since... Uh, you know, seeing all the control decks that are coming out of there, but it's already pretty well situated with Boonsader and Siroc and Collective Company and Valor Stance already. Yeah, green White is not the aggro deck that uh, the, the blue black decks want to be popular. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, who did question? You, uh, go ahead. Yeah, uh, moving forward, what changes would you make? Um, so I think. The, the big thing is is mostly the sideboard. The main deck, I think, is really solid. I could maybe shave a command with all the control decks and maybe a mm-hmm. Valor stance. Kind of like you saw in the Wesco deck. You had three and three and throw yeah. those sideboard. Um, I could maybe see just putting either more, uh, like a fourth Boon Seder or maybe a, a third Collective Company just to fight those control decks. Um, so obviously you like the new color hosers from the new set, which I think they're all fantastic. I think they're very good cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think display dominance isn't as great as I want it to be, but it's good enough where it's worth bringing in over, you know, Dramoka's commands, which are dead. It's no way. Autumn's Veil. I mean, that was a full mana cheaper. <laughs> yeah, and it got around counter spells. Okay, so does anybody have any more questions for the uh, standard deck? Oh, you know what? I actually do. But before we get to that, do you guys have any? No, I'm totally uh, good. All okay. mine were answered. I yield priority. Um, okay. Always been yielded. Um, so how how many rounds did you play with this? I mean, uh, who did you play against? Things like that. Uh, uh, yeah. So I played all five standard rounds, even though I was dead for you know round eight. I got my fifth loss by then. Fucking but I, you know, the pro tour. Play all exactly. <laughs> so so I, last round I sat down against Dave and Brand, which is pretty dope. Uh, but game. Three, I just got stuck on a single forest and didn't get to play Madonna, my last game of Magic, which was kind of a crappy way to end my day at a crappy pro tour. But yeah. you know, it was a pro tour, and I was there, so I played the game. Same, um, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. So I played all five rounds at that point. So I went, I, I 03'd my draft, which was kind of crappy. So I was kind of at the bottom tables going into it. Uh, first game I played with the deck, I just crushed a dude playing red, green dragon. Just like <laughs> straight up crushed him. That's good. Like, ah, fuck it. Let's get back to standard. Ex- exactly. It, it felt really good. <laughs> Constructed. Uh, 
So, so I played against Red Green Dragons. I played against the uh, Bant Heroic with Dromoka's Command. Um, I just got blown out. I had a pretty crappy hand against him. Uh, you know, I didn't have Valor Chance. I didn't what have What do you think commands. about that? The, the Bant Heroic yeah. deck? Uh, card, the deck is insane. Yeah, um, it's way better than like the best Bant? I want. Okay, that was my question. Yeah, hands down. Dromoka's Command is way too good of a card to I not be playing. I totally agree with that. And um, I, I hope that deck comes stupid popular so my deck's good again. <laughs> I play Mardu, and it just yeah. houses that deck. I mean, th- this deck usually has a decent matchup against it. Um, the only, like, downside is with, you know, opposing Dromoka's command, you have them sacrifice one of their ordeals, and, you know, they still get the ability off the ordeal because of the way yep. it's did. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's it's the fight ability and the Valorous stances once they try to, you know, go all in on a guy, or, you know, you just have Air of the Wilds, and you make them have a Valorous stance or a God's Willing. Um, and, and a monster's free fleece may mind eat, you know, a creature a day for a while, too. That's always good. Exactly, and if you just go wide enough, you just overrun them mm-hmm. before they can, you know, do the same thing mm-hmm. but you know like i said I, I lost that matchup uh it was a really nice guy from canada um yeah that's about it <laughs> uh and then played against a couple mardu decks one was control and one was more of an aggro one with uh tokens and the butcher mm-hmm. uh, i lost both of those uh you know one of them i just sideboarded way incorrectly thinking he was the, also the aggro deck but he was control he had mentors and stuff and i didn't see any of that uh, so i the I brought- aggro one did they play uh Flamewake Phoenix? Uh there was no Phoenix in it, no. It was okay, mostly to- Tokens Butcher the Horde engine. Yeah, I okay. Every time and then Stormbreath. Yeah, also. When I look at the aggro list, like for Mardu, when I if I think about building it, I'm like, okay, I want Flamewake. Mainly because it's a pet card from when I was on Teamer. But like the synergy with a butcher, the sack it, give it haste, get it back. I don't know, I've caught them from my deck just because I, I, I don't know, like, there's just better cards in my eyes. And Hordling Outburst, I'll, I'll get far more out of than, you know, splash, you know, adding one more Phoenix into it. I was only running two to start with. Yeah, I, I think the downfall for me against that deck was mostly Butcher's lifelink ability. Um, I, oh, I almost, yeah, I almost, you know, became immense, uh, killed him a- after I collected a company before block, but he got smart and gave, you know, he got five lifelink coins. And so I was like too shy of, of killing him on the, on the crackback. Which was kind of a bummer, but, you know, whatever. Uh, the other deck that I beat was a Teamer Dragons deck, you know, lots of Sarkins, lots of Storm Breaths, lots of, uh, rampy things, and Teamer Colors. Lots of 4-4 four, four Flyers. Yeah, and lots of 4-4 four, four Ground Dudes with the, uh, Knuckle Blade, too. 4 mm-hmm. is a good number. Yeah, super good. Um, and then, let's see, there's one other deck I played against, or did I name them all? I don't know. Yeah, I think that was it. Okay. So it was Red, Red Green, Teamer, uh, Bant Heroic, and then two Marty. Yeah, so those are the five I played against. Yeah, and, uh, cool, cool. Um, yeah, uh, that, so that's where you got your, uh, two wins at. Um, that's awesome. Uh, but now let's pick apart, uh, what happened to your draft here. Yeah. Which, you know, I look at your deck and I go, this isn't that bad. No, it, <laughs> I, it felt pretty good. <laughs> um, it, and it's sitting on a sweet Pro Tour, uh, Brussels playmat. So that's, that's absolutely cool. So, um, if you want to go over this, just name the cards off and then I will, you know, attempt to pick it apart in, you know, a little further, but it looks good. Yeah. I, so, okay. So I sat down and I was actually at table one and I was seat number one, which felt really it's fucking awesome. weird yep. because it's just me. I'm just a dude from Minnesota and I'm sitting down at <laughs> seat one, table one. It felt felt strange. But anyway, so open pack one and I opened the uh, Short Crasher Elemental, which you know, I, I played with him a couple times in draft before and he's super bonkers. He has to go answered and it's really hard to answer him. Uh, so I grabbed him and like all of pack one I was pretty pretty much just strictly uh, blue. I was trying to go blue-white, you know, aggressive with that card. Yeah, it's great. Um, 
because it's not so great of a control card, but the white was drying up super quick, and I don't think I got much good from white. Um, but I did pick up like a Marsh Hulk, and uh, I think that might like a flatten impact one, and so I, I, I just started to kind of kind of go blue black. Um, Anyway, so I'll just go through the deck. Okay. For one drops, I have a Carsey High Priest. For two drops, I have a uh, Stratus Dancer, which I got like pick three of pack one. Uh, Palace Familiar, Shore Crasher Elemental, Marsh Hulk, uh, kind of so it's a more three drop spot. A Monastery Lore Master, Lotus Path Jin, Gurmag Drowner, a Sib Sig Host, uh, a Avon Surveyor, and a Gurmag Angler for creatures. Uh, and then for spells, I have a Reality Shift. A Butcher's Glee, Ojitai's Breath, Whisk Away, a Sight Beyond Sight, Flatten, Skywise Teachings, Two Reach of Shadows, a Void Squall, Illusionary Gains, and a Will of the Naga. And I think it was like 9-8 split, blue and black for land. Okay, um, now... There's two cards. I mean, you said you like the elementals, so like I get that, but the triple blue is really tough on that. Uh, yep. I, I don't know if I would be ballsy enough to dive in on that right away, uh, but I mean, you do, you do, right? Because you're right. Once it is down, it is like answer me now or go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean, at, at the worst, you just throw it down as a two-two, and you know that, that's what you got. Uh, but there are two cards that stick out to make me kind of wonder. Uh, the Will of the Naga. You're, you got the Ojita's Breath. Um, yep. I don't know if I would run a second uh, card that has, you know, a similar <laughs> effect on the game. I probably, I, myself, I probably would have looked for something a little different than that. Um, was that a must-have in your deck when you were sitting down, or was that, like, close to your last cut? Uh, yeah, it was pretty close to last cut. I, I thought it was okay just because I had the Sibsig uh, Host, Gurmag Angler. It was kind of wa- ways to make it dull for cheap if I could. Um, I had cut a Contradict for that kind of towards the last minute. I didn't think okay. Contradict was going to be that great. Um and yeah. between the two of them, that's a, that's a coin flip. I, I yeah. get that. And the other one, the Carsey High Priest, like, I'm a little shocked by that, actually. Um, really, the only creature that I can think that you want to, you know, sacrifice a way to manifest would be, you know, like Palace Familiar. And it's going to work a lot better with your Gurmog Drowner in the long run. Yep. Um, so, so I guess the whole reason for playing a Carsey High Priest was I thought it was going to be better than a second host. And I wasn't really into black, like, solidly until pack three. Okay. Uh, like, just kind of looking at it, it's mostly all Fate Forge cards that are black anyway. Right, um, right. And so I was just kind of digging for a couple playable creatures. I just know I needed bodies down. Oh, no, that's fair. Um, I wasn't sure if you had more creatures or not. I mean, looking back, I'm guessing you probably wish you'd have jumped into black a little earlier. Yeah. There are some strong cards in uh, Dragons that's black, so... Yeah, and I didn't see any of the ones like I was looking for, like the uh, Rakshas, the Grave Crawler or whatever, or uh, any of the... Uh... Uh, like exploitable creatures, like they had all, they had all just left pretty early. So I, I, like I said, I was super just heavy blue pack one, pack two. I was still picking up white cards, thinking I was going to be aggressive white. I think my pack one or pack two pick one was the uh, Great Teacher's Decree. Still hoping to be pretty aggressive white, yeah. white blue. I would have liked to see your sideboard to see what you. Yeah, I mean, I have it over here. If you, I can go through it real quick if you want to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go for it. So, Wouldn't mind. Yeah, so I have a dark deal, another Sib Sig Host, Cassiger's Cruelty, Duress, Grave Purge, Colgon Skirmisher, which maybe could have been better than the uh, High Priest. Um, two Contradicts, a Blessed Reincarnation, a Learn from the Past, uh, Great Teacher's Decree, Fate Forgotten, Stooge Navot Jatai, Dragon's Eye Century, Elite Scale Guard, a oh. really crappy. Yeah, right. Oh man. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You were in there. You was on yeah. a couple white cards away from like going you know 
the hell with this black. Yep, yep. But it was like the flat, and then like seeing Reach of Shadow so super late, so like yep. pulled me there. Uh, I have a Keeper of the Lens, which obviously was a last pick. Um, I have a Guardian Shield Bearer and a Bowmaster, a Defiant Ogre, and a uh, Roast. So uh, one of the six O drafters from the Pro Tour actually played blue uh, exclusively, and he valued Contradict very highly. Uh, really? Just, yeah, yeah. Um, he said he really, really thought the card was good. So just as something to think about in your future drafts. Uh, uh, yeah, I've brought it in a couple times, just playing against some people who had some really big dragons, right? Like yeah. I brought it in against Zvi Malshwith because he just had he was five colors. Wow, you played Zvi. Yeah, we were in the. That, no, I didn't play LSV. I don't play. Oh, I think you said you played LSV. No, I just played. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I like having a uh, a counter, at least one of in my blue decks. And... It does counter and draw a card, and like yeah. a lot of times, mana just doesn't matter when it's the last card in your hand. Mm-hmm. But it yeah, did look enough. like he was kind of heavy on the top end, so... Yeah, and Will, he can at least, you know, go ahead and help cheaper, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the card that actually I thought was a lot better than I thought it was going to be just kind of splashed in there was the Skywise Teaching. Um, I, I didn't think I was going to get a lot of value off of it, and to be honest, I thought it was the rebound make monks when I picked it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I looked at it later, I was like, oh, this is the enchantment. Well, I guess it's still okay. But, you know, I, I got some decent value off of it. I had a good amount of blind monks from it. Yeah, I don't mind the Skywise awesome. Teaching. Yeah, I think it's really sweet. <laughs> Um, so who did you play in your three rounds? I mean, you was at table one, seat one, you walk in, you're the number one man at the Pro Tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in, in my pod was only, like, two big names. It was V and, uh, Mike Sigris. They were in my pod. Nice. Uh, and then, you know, one of the guys from Oasis Games and, uh, dude from Russia, another dude from America, uh, myself and a guy from New Zealand. Uh, and so, you know, I think three of us in the pod were first time Pro Tour players and, Really weird, while we were sitting down waiting to start a draft, they had everyone who was a first-time pro tour player stand up. So it was kind of just like shooting shoot fish in a barrel at that point. So like everyone could see who was the first time already seated in their pod, which is kind of funny. But oh, that, that's kind of mean. <laughs> yeah, it was a little mean, but it was like super cool. It was like 160 of us who were now, first-time pro players. So in the coverage, uh, I think it was BDM who brought this up. He said he thought it was cool because they gave you a round of applause. Did that Yeah, happen? Yeah, they did. Like they, right. Helen had us stand up and said, you know, there's 162 of you uh, stand up in the, you know a good chunk of the room like there's only 400 yeah, that's, something that's, yeah, that's 40% so. it's like half the room oh well yeah but anyway so I played against the uh, the guy from New Zealand round one he was playing a Mardu deck splashing blue for Narset uh, yeah, good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, yeah. Uh, he was just super, super aggressive and, you know, I, I took game one from him and then it's just his next two games, he just, he got out of the gate a lot faster than I could, you know, stop him. Fair. Yep. And then turn two played against the guy from Russia and he was green red, uh, dragons and all the, yes. Sark- all the Sarkins rage you could imagine. He had to get hot hands. Three or four in his deck. Oof. Uh, and he also had outpost siege and frontier siege in his deck. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> to, to go along with, like, the dragon that makes a bunch of mana and the faux razor region. That, that makes things difficult. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I, again, I, I stole game one from him, and then just game two, like, I couldn't get away from Outpost Siege just going crazy, and him, like, triple Sarkin's yeah, raging. I really me. just don't ever want to see Outpost Siege ever. No. Yeah, and then game three, he had both Sieges online, so... Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, of course, <laughs> You just drop any creature and it kills off whatever creature I have. And it, you know, he's drawing an extra card every turn. Welcome was, to Pro Tour. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah. Uh, and then round three, I sat with Wizby. We were both 
Odoo, and like I said, he had five color, just big things, and his big things were more than my flattens and Reacher's Shadows could deal with. High color? Yeah, he just, every color, every cart, every, like, rare that people didn't want, he just took them and, you know, slopped together a, a one-win draft with it. <laughs> <laughs> He, he probably but, opened up his I was the guy first four packs. Like, oh god! And yet, oh man! And yet, somehow he made day two. Well, his standard deck <laughs> went five zero. Oh, he went five zero in standard. Chromantha Flyer. Well, I, I, I mean, you went the the deck went five zero in qualifying. No, I'm pretty sure he did too. On wow. that one, I think he, he that went deck five zero. That deck is insane. Whew. It is pretty absurd. So, uh, simple questions to start with. Um, how did your testing go, and how did you test for this? Um, so, I was planning to test a lot with Greg Orange, but he missed out his silver qualification by two pro points. Mm. So, it was kind of just on my own, and I just played with the guys at the local shop, had them, you know, sleeve up decks that I would expect to see. A lot of mono red, a lot of green red dragons, a little bit of esper, um, yeah, and just kind of jammed as many games as I could and made changes to my list. How um, often did you change your combo lists? Uh, I think every, like, three days, maybe okay. looked at it. Very cool. Yeah, I had one guy just proxy up one of those, like, ten, ten deck proxy decks. Yeah. And so we did that, and then a, a couple other people just brought what they had. So played a bunch against just, like, the actual Albson deck and a bunch against the actual Esper deck that people were trying out at the time. Um, I just kind of jammed as many games as I could, getting a feel for my deck. I kind of had, you know a good idea that that's what I was going to be playing no matter what uh, just because it's my style and I wanted to make it happen um, I, I felt really a, comfortable going in I mean I know I said this a couple times but I just I cannot emphasize enough how good a decision I think that is just like it's your first pro tour man go to your wheelhouse you know yeah and yeah, I, I, I thought about doing the Obzon Anchor deck because I played that a bunch too but I you know I really just wanted to play four Dermoka's Command and four Serac and, and Bremaz and so I, I just said you know screw the black I don't need that uh, just make it work um, how many drafts did you get in? Uh, let's see. So, uh, I bought a box when it came out, and we did, uh, so we drafted the entire box of dragons at my place with a bunch of dudes, seven beers, and drafted, and I'd gone 2-1 in both the drafts, so we did that way, um, and then just, you know, jammed as many drafts as I could on Moto beforehand, and I think I got a, a good, like, five or six more in, so I probably had eight or nine drafts total before going. Okay. Um, well, not a lot, but yeah. enough where I got. What was your color so preference going in? When you're self financing, it's not terrible. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so color preference going in, I really, uh, I really liked black going in. Um, I thought that was the strongest color. It was the cards I knew the best, which is really odd for me. I don't, I don't play a lot of black that way, but you know, just seeing ultimate price and reach of shadows and flat and yeah. Grimmag yeah. Angler and pretty you know, crazy. Grimmag Angler kind Angler. of the topping on that cake. That that thing is yeah. Grave really color is so good. Yeah, I'm yeah, not I mean, going to argue with you. I think black is the best color in th- this draft. In, yeah. Um, and so I also tended to, to really like the uh, beefy green creatures to go along with it, like the uh, the trample guy or yeah. bowmasters or mm-hmm. you know. Uh, 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 yeah, Blade people don't like green so much. Yeah, I like I like just learning the color that's open and playing it. Yeah, and I actually I didn't play the toddler with, with the blue cards going in, so I was kind of shaky with them. But you know, I, I stuck to my guns and picked the best blue cards I could see at the time. And I don't think I went too wrong with picking good blue cards when I saw them. Though. No, no, I think your blue cards are fine. I mean, I. I've kind of fallen in love with the blue-black in this format, I ain't gonna lie. I've gotten to the point where I'm forcing it. Yeah, yeah I mean, if I can get a, a good exploit, I'll do it. It's just so much tempo and just so much card advantage with that deck. It's like, I can kill everything you have with the black, and the blue's gonna push me ahead so far. I think it's absurd. Uh But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 
I bet you probably wish you'd have got in five to ten more drafts, you know, because... Yeah, I mean, if I had time and but, if I had money for it... But, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, so if, if I just had, like, stuff. if I had a group of people who, like, were really into doing a lot of drafts as well, just kind of getting their knowledge, uh, would have been great, too, but, like, it was mostly just kind of a, a one-to-four-man to show kind of going into it. Yeah, no, I, I get it, man. It's tough when you got to finance yourself on it. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah. well, super congratulations to you, Zach. That's super. super yeah, thank awesome. you very much. I had, I had a like, lot of fun. I hope that I hope that you really had a good time, man. Like that is a as an experience that I have been wanting to have for actively 15 years now. Yeah, like <laughs> the, the strangest part was going without anyone that I really knew, and so like after round you know, there was like, no one to run up to and be like, "Oh, here's how I did," or like, "Here, here's what happened." Like, oh I'm yeah, that is that stuck is, to myself. That is about how did you spend your uh, time between rounds and time away from the tournament center? Um, so most of the time, like between rounds at the tournament site, so just kind of watched coverage and talked with a couple people I knew. You know, said hi to a couple of the pros. But I'm not a very uh, outgoing person like that. I'm not outspoken. I'm kind of mm-hmm. reserved and stick to myself as much as I can. So felt I weird. You. And I don't know how to like approach someone who I know very well just from seeing them a lot, but they have no idea who the hell I am. <laughs> so uh, you need <laughs> an Angelo with you is what you're saying. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I mean, the only person I really did that to was uh, Ryan Kibler, mostly to thank him for doing a video on my modern list and I talked. To because he also saved up green white eye Oh, that's awesome. So, so we got to bounce some ideas off each other that way. Man, um, his hair. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But, uh, so I, I stayed at a place that was like a block and a half away from the convention center. Well played. Yeah, so I just yeah, like you know, rented someone's apartment for a couple of days I was there. Oh, wow, really good. Yeah, super dope, but like everyone spoke French, so like a lot got lost in translation. <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of food around there. I was just going to ask, where say. did you eat while you were there? Did um, you eat anything like how many waffles? Or, or local or, or like really tasty? Uh, it absolutely had waffles. Had a lot of beer. They have really good beer, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, first night I got waffles in. The beer. Perfect. Yeah, first night I got in, I felt pretty terrible. Like nothing was open and so I just had fast food, which was dumb, but yeah, whatever. Happens. And then I just sat in a bar by myself and had a bunch of beers, tried all the beers they had. Nice. Uh, but you know, that was within walking distance of my apartment and there wasn't a lot there. So my apartment kind of for the weekend. Sl- slim picking. Question. Uh, yeah. When you say walking distance, are we actual walking distance or are we stumbling distance? Everything's within walking distance. Because <laughs> there's a difference between stumbling distance and walking distance. Uh, it, it was all within like a five minute walk, so I could stumble if needed. Okay, that's stumbling distance. That means you can really get it in. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I got to try a lot of beers, had some waffles, went into the city center, which was absolutely gorgeous and kind of felt like Chicago, but with the smaller streets. Um, lot, a lot of cool places, a lot of, a lot of really cool, like small eateries. A lot got lost in translation though with the French. And I'd taken four years of French in high school and still was really c- confused my ass off. Yeah. It's brutal. Well, I mean, it's like, it's, it's probably not the same French that you learned though. No, and it's like half French and half Dutch too. Yeah. Right. So like, it, it's kind of, you know, it's crapshoot. You don't really know what you're, getting going into it well i mean were the were the people generally nice to you um yes uh, i mean when they weren't confused by what i was asking or having trouble trying to explain themselves they seemed decently nice um i mean people aren't super outgoing friendly like they are in the states kind of you consider people to be super outgoing and friendly in the states i'm from minnesota <laughs> oh that's totally <laughs> different so, so, yeah, yeah no that's totally different don't you know <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry, oh, obviously. Oh, don't the type aside. I'm sorry, man. No, it's cool. I actually really like uh, Minnesota for Minnesota in general. I, I think that you guys have a really great summer as well. Oh, absolutely. I live right on Lake Superior. So yeah, I guess, fantastic. man, there's really really good dirt up there, really good motocross. I'm into it. Right. So, our, here, here's the big question. Would you prefer to qualify for the one in your backyard coming up? Or Fuck did no. you, like the, you like the trip? Okay. Yeah, no, like, I, I've never traveled by myself, so that whole first part was just kind of like yeah, nerve-wracking. Super, super adventure. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, like, I, I, I go hope, to Belgium on my own. I, I really hope that you continue to do this solo traveling thing as like a traveler myself. I really hope you catch the bug. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. It was just like yeah. the whole like stressful, nervous part of it being in French and Dutch. Like, had it been <laughs> anywhere else where yeah. they spoke English, it probably would have been a fine jumping in point. But this one is kind of, it was super stressful and, you know, so, getting on the train going the wrong way, you know, trying to get <laughs> back to the airport was, was probably the, the icing on that cake. Did you, uh, did you not find a whole lot of people at all who spoke English? I kind of thought that, like, everywhere there were I mean, some people. I mean, everyone kind of speaks some English. They, uh-huh. they all take it in school, but you could tell some of them were really annoyed that they had to be speaking English to me. Sure, for yeah. So I've heard play the worst American at all and go speak English, damn it. <laughs> I, I've heard, no, I've heard, like I, I tried to pull out my French as much as I could. Yeah, yeah that's what I've heard. The best, the best way is if you try and engage them in their in their native language, they'll be more willing to speak English to you. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Um, really, really cool city. Really pretty. Really, really just. Yeah, you know, I bet. Do you have a bunch of pictures? I I didn't get to take a lot of pictures. I was so concerned with finding where I was going. That's cool. that yeah, I, I mean, didn't stop take a lot. Yeah, didn't have didn't have a whole just like a one extra day of travel. <laughs> yeah, and like it, holding my uh you know suitcase and backpack while I'm trying to oh, figure out where I'm going the first sure, couple of times. Sure. Kind of hard. Yeah. yeah. Didn't so where, about all that. where did you stay when you got stuck already checked out? Um, so the dude who won GP Omaha, Eric, uh, Eric Peters, shout out to him. Uh, he, you know, he also was stuck there an extra day. He thought his plane was on Sunday, but it was actually Monday as well. So he had a hotel room and he just let me crash with him. And so nice. I paid for the cab to get there and I paid for breakfast in the morning. And totally fair. Wow. What a nice yeah. guy you are. So, wow. So he just let me crash with him. And so I just went and watched yeah. like, the last little bit of top eight coverage while we were there and I went and hung out at the hotel and. You know, just got to chill for a while and before waking up and going back to the train station and the airport in the morning. Good that, dick to him. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Show. Super nice to you. That is super cool. Um, does anybody have any more questions for Zach before we let him oh, forget man. about his Pro Tour experience? <laughs> totally. You totally I'll never let forget me. it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Like, that's a cool little Pro Tour fantasy experience. I'm glad, glad that you had a great time. I hope you get to go to, to another one soon. Yeah, so like sitting down for every round, just like huge butterflies in my stomach, you know? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, just like, just it's, when it's you just first magic. started playing magic kind of stuff. Like when you, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like your first, first GP. You know, as soon as you draw your tournament set, that kind of Stuff, yeah. 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 As soon as you draw your opening seven, it's like, all right, I've done this a million times. We can do this. But like greeting the person, sitting down, shuffling up, like yeah. every round, it was just like, what? What's gonna be here? What, what's going on? This is a whole entry. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? Um, you're wow. probably bound to be back sooner or later. I hope you. I have such yeah. a drive to get back. Just, everyone was so nice. Everyone was supportive. There was, you know, no real dickery other than, you know, yeah. the, the couple of scumbags who were there. Yeah. <laughs> just, just all the cheating that happened. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm yeah. so glad that cheating is actively being busted in the game. Yeah. Like, I, I, man, I fucking hate it. You know, it's funny. So, uh, I hear a lot of people complaining, like, "Oh man, the, the cheating's getting so bad," and it's like, "No, cheating's getting caught." Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's always happened. It turns out I just wasn't paying close enough attention.
attention. Yeah, it's getting caught now. This is a good yeah. thing. Thank God. Jesus, uh, man. Mike. So, Zach, what is yeah. your uh, road to get back on the Pro Tour? Like, what upcoming uh, GPs do you plan on yeah, attending? What's the next target? Um, so, I may be going to Toronto. I know Greg is trying to get out there and grind his last two Pro Points to get silver. We're definitely so coming I'm, to Pittsburgh, though, right? It's modern, right? Yes, it's modern. Yep. Sure, we'll make it happen. That's in, like, October, yes. November? Right? November. We'll sh- November. November? We'll give you the tour. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll do my best to make it like, up there. Without the crackheads leading us down alleys. <laughs> yeah, so so like being stuck in northern Minnesota, I'm kind of far away from everything. Like even getting to Omaha was like eight and a half, nine hours, and you know, uh, I don't know. So so like getting to Toronto is going to be like fourteen hour drive if we do. Yeah, things are things are different in the Midwest than they are in the East. Well, because yeah, I'm two and a half, three hours north of the Twin Cities, and the Twin Cities Holy are like shit, dude. You, you know, how far from Canada are you? Uh, like two and a half hours. Oh my maybe? god! <laughs> no wonder like, everyone's nice. I, I'm higher. I'm higher north than Toronto is already. Yeah, no shit. You're killing yeah. it, bro. Man, yeah, winter. Sure. How about this winter stuff you got to deal with? <laughs> wow. Jeez. Did you just say it snowed today? A little bit. It was like flurries off and on. But like last week we had a 70 degree day. So I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on. We are forecasted for flurries on Friday. So this same flurry that you're dealing with on today, Tuesday when we record, we're supposed to probably get on Friday. It's It's so nice. You know, and I got that stupid lake effect snow all the time, too, oh, so, yeah, so it doesn't even matter. So yeah. cool. Man, you, we have so, like, <laughs> I'm pretty jealous of where you live, man. I bet it's, like, an outdoor paradise. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. That's how people come. Uh, yeah, no shit. So do you snowmobile or anything? Are you, like, into winter activities, anything like that? Uh, I haven't been in, in a long time. I used to, um, you know, yeah, uh, not, not so much anymore. I, I like hiking, and I like being outdoors. Sweet. You know, we got mountains all over the place. Not mountains, like, Superior Trail at all? Trail at all? Superior Trail? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, it's like your backyard, right? Absolutely. It's like 10 minutes away from me. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> well, if you walk past his house, is that what you're saying? No, I haven't, but the trail <laughs> that is, is back door to his house, the it's on the a larger trail called the North Continental, the North Country Trail, which, which goes through us. Go through us, too. Yeah, that trail by yeah. your house gets our house. Like, yeah. like yeah. this is my house. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> Michael, to answer your question, uh, so I might be at Toronto. I guess I'm going to Pittsburgh. Uh, might be going to Charlotte for some modern as well. I'm uh, uh, Might see you there. You know, other than that, I think there's a uh, one in Wisconsin coming up later this year, but I think that's limited, and I, I, I don't know. We'll see about practice, that. Practice. I, oh, I mean, is, is I'm, that I'm the, gonna uh, go to the Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I think that's Detroit. No, yeah, uh, Detroit. I think it's just sealed. I think Wisconsin, I think it's Milwaukee or Madison. It's just sealed. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go because it's so close, and by that I mean it's six hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like New York City, man. It's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm planning Detroit. Um, Pittsburgh, I'll be there, but like it's modern and I'm not a huge modern fan, so I'll be uh, inebriated. Dude, I'll, I'll be highly inebriated, but I'll be there. <laughs> my plan is to just hand my, hand all, uh, all inhibitions of the will and go, have fun with me. <laughs> He's just going to have me on all kinds of things, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, fun. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know what? We're going to take a break, and then we'll get back with some uh, normal chat. Pittance Podcast is brought to you this week, last week, next week, every goddamn week, by the Brainstorm Brewery. Marcel, Jason Alt, Ryan, Corbin, they're holding stuff down with their own podcast over there, which you should absolutely check out. And don't forget to check out the brainstormbrewery.com where they got plenty of good writers you can go check out for your financial needs. Oh, and you can find this show there. Yeah, this one. The one you're listening to, like if you didn't find it on MTG Cast, like it's over there. So you can listen to it over there if you want. <laughs> 
or at least, you know, go by their page and, you know, check things out and, you know, like, click on the link to us or something. I don't know. Anyway, brainstormbrewery.com. Go check it out. Okay, we'd be back and stuff. Um, Zach, we just asked you a million questions, so uh, one more. What you been up to, man? Uh, just working a shit ton since I got back. Like, it, ever since I landed, it just feels like I've been go, go, go. Mostly because I'm not sitting on planes and playing Magic nonstop. Gotta pick up all those shifts from the days <laughs> you had to take off. Yeah, yeah. So I picked up, you know, a whole weekend shift and, you know, back uh-huh. to the regular work schedule as well, so. Uh-huh. I can but most of it, it, it's it's not tough work, but it, it's taxing. I work with adults with disabilities, so. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. God bless you. <laughs> I oh. man, that's a uh, it's a tough job for sure. I've been yeah. I've done work in the houses before. Not not like with them. I clean carpets and okay. Yep. It's daily grind is pretty tough. Yeah, I mean, I went to school for elementary ed, but just you know haven't Sweet. gotten to, to do teaching yet, and I don't think yeah, I'm you'd be a it. great elementary teacher, man. You know what? Jeez. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, Teach some math by magic. Yeah, dude. I love some, love some wow, math. Wow. Combat my math class. Uh, that's why I love yeah. Agrodex, man. That's why I love Agrodex. Well, then you get to combo math. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I play that's, that's, that's like, that's like fifth grade, you know? <laughs> As you move up. Your wow. lectorals for this week. <laughs> Do you want to learn Modern Storm or Legacy Elves? <laughs> so, Ooh, teaching Legacy Elves to elementary school kids would just, that, that'd breed a, such a, a, a flurry of, like, I don't know, little assholes, but I'd love it. <laughs> it would teach goldfishing repetitiveness very well. Yeah, that's true. Um, how to do the same thing over and over and over again. That's what they do in school. Do Memorize not miss triggers. Never miss triggers. Never miss triggers. Just smacking them on the hands with a ruler. You missed a trigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh... Time out. is not an elementary teacher. <laughs> Non-work guilt? Go sit and time out. You have attention. Hey, hey, hey. My elementary school... <laughs> Two years of that was in a Catholic school, so trust me. Smacking on the hands with rulers is real. I don't think they (laughs) use the rulers anymore. My dad's told me all those stories. He was left-handed and went to Catholic school, so... Yeah, handwriting, man. It's serious. Yeah, right, right. His handwriting is a right-handed curve with his left hand. Wow, sucks. So, uh, Will, what the fuck you been up to? (laughs) Work. Oh, killing it, man. Killing it. It's just like... Doing the Vansican thing, landscaping, mulch party every day, you know. I uh I got really, really sunburned last week. I mean I got destroyed. I'm still peeling, uh, which is cool, but I'm growing I've I've grown most of my skin back on my shoulders, which is great. <laughs> That's a plus. <laughs> yeah. I uh I have a, a an amusing story that involves you where after work I asked you for a jump because I thought my bad. Damn it. Dead. <laughs> But, uh, I, it turns out I just left my car in drive all day with the keys in the ignition. Oh, God. <laughs> so, it's a good thing the parking lot was flat. Oh, it's so funny. I was like, dude, yeah. I, I'm not going to let you forget this. Yeah, no, that sun, that sun's real. It's, uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm having fun, so, which is good. I'm like two, less than two weeks away from my hiking leave date, which is just super, super exciting for me, so... Well, I, you've never had sun poisoning, have you? I watched a guy have that once and it was brutal. I don't know, man. I've got... I, it turns out every year that goes by, I get more and more sun-sensitive, so I, I think I'm at the point in time where I really need to start taking it seriously. Okay, yeah, I, like, I watched a guy, like, wrap himself in curtains and, like, just kind of start shivering in a tub. Like, it, it was it was brutal to yeah, watch. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know if I've gotten that bad, but, uh, I mean, I've gotten... I burned, I burned, like... I look like an alligator, dude. Like all the way to the, like to the dermis, you know. My brothers have gotten sun poisoning, and like the first yeah. thing we always look for with that was we were looking for big yellow uh, blisters. Yeah, I definitely had some of those this last week. Yeah. 
Yeah, I had about two or three of those on my shoulders last week. Ooh. Sweet, good times. You was red as hell. I'm a <laughs> man. I fucking wore this cut off wool t shirt, like thinking I was a total badass, and then it was like the brightest, sunniest day of light that has yet happened this year. So yeah, it looked real fucking cool then. Yeah, you got to show up the other new guy that showed up at work. Yeah, yeah. So since since I've been there, like one guy is definitely not no longer employed there, and I don't think the other guy will be anymore either. <laughs> Did you hear about that one today? That one's pretty ridiculous. No, what happened to him? Uh, is this I, off the air work? Uh, I, it might be. Okay, tell me off the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's nuts. Uh, anyway, is that it, Will? Um, yeah, man, that's it, dude. Cool. Mike, well, what the hell have you been up to? Uh, this past weekend I went to a, uh, anime convention. Just got back from that, uh, Sunday afternoon. Um, I did play Magic while I was there, so it wasn't all alcohol and drunken twister. Um, the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I had to be sober during the day. They wouldn't allow intoxicated people into the convention. Well, you just have to be smart drunk. I, I did that Saturday night. <laughs> I remember, Otter. I'm in costume. doesn't really matter, right? It's part True. of the character. Next year, I'm just going to go as Jack Sparrow and actually have rum on me. You <laughs> know, it's part of the costume. Jack Sparrow in. That's not fair. It doesn't matter. People go as whatever they want. Oh, okay. Um, but I did... cost? Uh, no, no, not this year. But, um, wait, I got wait, two drafts in. <laughs> not this year. This implies I went last year. <laughs> went last year, uh, went, but my prop didn't come in in time, so, like, pretty much all I looked like was someone who was just dressed up to go to a meeting. I see. So, um, but I got two drafts in. Uh, four owed the first draft, three owed the second. Um, had fun, hung with my friends, went to a rave Saturday night. Lols. I did do Smart Drunk for that one. Lols. As well as one of my other friends who was Dude, completely done. wasted trying to do the Macarena. And that was hilarious to watch. Wow. <laughs> so on par or less than a third grader trying? Uh, I don't even think he knew how to do the Macarena while drunk. Oh my was, goodness, dude. Why? You just said Macarena twice. Macarena has been said four times on this episode now. This is crazy shit. It was pretty so much. This should not have happened. <laughs> so, so you have a smartphone, right? Yes. Where the hell is our video? Uh, I'm waiting for my friend to send me it. Uh, you have a phone? Use it. I didn't record it. My friend did. I'm waiting for him to send it. Sweet. I'm looking forward to seeing this. <laughs> um, Friday night, we, I'd got barely drunk then we did drunk twister for three hours Holy shit. yeah that was fun um but other than that uh haven't done much besides work so it was good to get away for that weekend have the days off get drunk have fun with my friends Yes. Yeah. What have you been up to, Angelo? Oh, I've been working like an idiot. Um, because it turns out that I'm broke and I need money. So. One <laughs> sports. So I am picking Can't up park. hours left and right, and like I've been working ball fields though mostly. So that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, that's that's awesome. I don't mind working on ball fields, short of the fact that twice now I've gone to a field to work on them, and I get there and I have to just turn around and go back. Because it, the rain Were has there? just been unreal. Uh, it's like you walk on it, you sink like six inches, and it's like, yeah, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, you, the, the clay that you use, especially on the infield, it's real delicate. You just really shouldn't mm-hmm. be on it at all, and it's wet. Yeah, I mean, the stuff we use is better for it, it's more made for drainage, but when I'm going over an existing field, it's like sand and just yeah. slop and shit. It's like, yeah, I, I can't do anything with this. I, I don't know what to tell you. So, I mean, there's that. And, you know, aside from that, like, I, I've been watching Daredevil. Uh, How was that? You enjoying it? I, I finished loved it. it. 
I absolutely loved it. Uh, I, I got one episode left. I mean, but, I finished it the day after it came out. Yeah, I me was, and uh, Babs went through ten of them that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's pretty amazing. I was like, it's really good. I can't wait for the other out. ones to come out. Now, is it's uh, Netflix is doing it? Yep. Yes. Yeah, Netflix They're originals I have a, a lot of faith in. I think they really they have understand how to Iron make Fist, Luke Cage, and one other person coming out. And then they have a crossover movie for Daredevil and the Zelda 3. Wow. So, I mean, like, that was really good. Um, aside from that, I really haven't been doing too much uh, in the magic's way or anything. Yeah, April's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's just it. April is absolutely nuts. April and May is nuts for where mm-hmm. I work. I just, it's nonstop. I, I can't really get away to do anything. It's like so. But aside from that, like, I've been starting to plan my birthday party. I'm trying to figure out, like, what meats I'm going to serve. Um, I have come to a conclusion on what my vegetarian option is going to be. None. And that's don't <laughs> eat. <laughs> that is clearly just don't eat. Uh, yeah, just I hand like, him a cucumber like and a carrot. Say, there you go. I, I, there's no carrots or anything like <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, I've been thinking about this and, and this has been bugging me. Like, these are the things I, 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 that run through my head while I'm working by myself. It's like, this is why Angela needs a work partner. Right? Look, say I go, you're a vegan and you go to a regular restaurant. That regular restaurant is like forced to have a vegetarian option, correct? I mean, not even just a vegetarian option, but a vegan option. Right, right, absolutely. It's totally different, because a vegan can't eat regular bread or anything fucking good at all. Fair. Now, say you're with a girl and she drags you to a vegan restaurant. You think they got a fucking normal eater's menu item on there for you? Fuck no. No, of course that's not. bullshit. <laughs> so, on my stand, that's why I'm just saying my option for vegans at my party will be don't eat. <laughs> I'm going to stuff meat to, in the beer. To be <laughs> Fair. How many vegans or vegetarians are possibly going to come to your party? Uh, two to three. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised you even know two to three vegetarians. I do. I'm shocked. Bird bath and fill it with nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll fill it with nuts, sorry. <laughs> you just got to stroke the shaft to get the good juice out. <laughs> Uh, yeah. that, I mean, I just, isn't that a meat byproduct? I don't know. Nuts? Yep. <laughs> it's protein. Deep fried pool balls. There you go. That's what they eat. Yeah, no, that's man. also a meat product. Yeah, them oysters. Yeah. They're oysters. Uh, anyway, uh, shout out Zach. Let me first start out by giving you one uh, shout wow, out. Zach is so virtual. fucking awesome. Shout out for <laughs> yeah, coming yeah. on, sharing your story with us, you know, and all that good old stuff. Um, other shout outs. Uh, let me give one to uh, Rain because you've made my life hell. And that's always fun. And we talking Mortal Kombat, right? No, no, we're not. No, we're just talking unfortunately. Rain. You know, like it, it deserves a shout out. Yeah. And aside from that, I really don't have any more. So, Will, shout outs. Man, I had some. Totally did. My okay. brain, it hurts. God damn it. Yeah, man, I got nothing. Shout out to Sun. It scorches me. <laughs> Mike, go. <laughs> Shout out to Will's brain. Hopefully you get better next week. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, I only work three days next week, and then I have zero fucks to give about work for a long time, so it'll be good. Uh, shout out to Zach again. Uh, yeah, kudos on awesome. making the Pro Tour. Uh, good luck on uh, Adventures getting back on. Um, shout out to Alcohol. That was fun this weekend. <laughs> shout out to Alcohol. Oh, it's just a shout out to Alcohol. I second the shout out to Alcohol. <laughs> 
You know, <laughs> I can't wait till I get Um Before we get to uh, Zach's shoutouts, and he brought up alcohol, so I have to bring this up. Did you guys see in the news they busted those guys who stole like 30,000 barrels of fucking bourbon? Oh, what? that's jealous. Yeah. Yeah, look that one up. <laughs> A lot of bourbon. It was like it's more bourbon than two human beings could ever drink in their yeah, life. So I'm like, right, I'd be dude. willing to give it a try. <laughs> Will wants to challenge that. It's like a 10-year supply. I don't know, 30,000 barrels? How many thousand barrels do you have to How drink? How many gallons there? in a barrel? They're usually 50. Jesus Christ, that's a, that's an effort. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you figure you drink a barrel of every month? Can you do that? You can drink 50 gallons of whiskey in a month. Why the fuck can't you? So That's then you run a lot of fucking whiskey. 12 barrels of whiskey. You're trying to kill yourself by drinking whiskey. So you gotta, you know, you gotta think about it. And then hopefully you're on 12 barrels a year and you can up that to 15 barrels a year. How can you start brushing your teeth with it and putting why it in your cereal? Why would you brush teeth, man? Get, just rip them out of there. I mean, why <laughs> would you shower? You got bourbon. And then you hope that just you live to a thousand. You feed your cat bourbon. Wow, that's a lot of bourbon. It is a lot of your flowers bourbon. And, and a large portion of it was wild turkey. <sighs> I like it. Though. I love that stuff. Yeah. So, Zach, give me your shout-outs, buddy. Yeah, first and foremost, you guys for having me on, obviously. Absolutely. Thank uh, you. The imps in general, guys, being super supportive over all this. Super great. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, shout-out to uh, Eric Peters for Let Me Crash the Night with him. Yeah, you know, right. Obviously, shout-out for winning a goddamn GP with Pod before it got banned. That's sweet, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, and I shout-out to everyone at Wizards putting on a sweet pro tour and everyone being super supportive over there. And mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, mine is cheating. That dude is in my top eight. That pisses me off. Fucking Steven Speck. You know, give him give an Omaha bad name. But, uh, yeah, an anti-shout out to my roommates for, you know, eating my Reese's Puff. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Man, can I give an anti-shout out to my roommates for drinking my last Sweet Baby Jesus? Oh, how did you not mention that? Yeah, I, uh, man, I, I played a game of Pong with, uh, so I, I always have an emergency beer in my room, which generally sits there for about four or five months before it gets consumed, and this one's an extra gold, so it's pretty bad. So I had to play a game of Pong with that as my third beer. Very, very huge incentive to, uh, not drink all my beers. <laughs> did you win? I did. I crushed it. Okay. Yeah. I barely had to open my second beer. Yeah. Uh, uh, Zach, hey, man, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do so? Yeah, you can find me either on the uh, Imps Facebook. I've been on there lately. Or you find me on Twitter at Kifkins with a Z. Uh, I hope that you continue to be on the Facebook. Like, your veteran Pro Tour leadership is good for <laughs> the Facebook clan. <laughs> Yes. I don't know. I don't think I have enough random thoughts. Like some guys on there, man. No, man. I just God bless you. If you're you're laying in bed at night trying to sleep, post whatever. As long as it doesn't break code of conduct, (laughs) post whatever. I just want to see your lists. I like. I really like the way you think about the game. Like you really like. It makes sense that you like math a lot because you're just approaching everything in like these very fundamental ways and thinking about you know being very powerful at at what you're trying to do as well. You know, very single-minded and powerful. It's cool. Yeah, I'm trying to throw a bunch of these new cards into the Z list as well. you know, Atarka's Command, Remoka's Man, Collect Company. Oh my of, god, those can, go, those can fit, go in the zoo list? Really? Oh, oh shit. You play, play Steplinks and you play Atarka's Command, you can swing for like 14 on turn two. There are some rainfalls on Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's what makes that community so entertaining. Oh, absolutely. They're all good people. <laughs> okay, uh, Will, how are people going to hold of you? Well, we were talking about the Facebook group already, but my individual Facebook is facebook.com slash baddinner. Uh, I'm going to post stuff about my hike whenever I leave to adventure into the, world, into the woods, so uh, that'll be cool. 
That's yeah. That's it. I have a Mike. cell phone. That's it. <laughs> Mike, how people get older? It, it can't get group texts, which I guess are a thing. <laughs> I, I did. Yeah. Well, yeah. they existed. Fucking <laughs> kidding me? Yeah, random. Uh, Mike, uh, they can get a hold of me on said Facebook page. I don't know what my personal URL is, but find me on that Facebook page, Venom's page. You can add me on Facebook. I'll add you. Um, find me on Twitter at Huntmaster underscore Mike and on MTGO at MTGX Mike. Haven't been on there much, but once that uh, Vintage Remastered is uh, down, oh, I'll probably be on there a lot. Oh, yeah. Tempest now. Yeah. A Tempest, whatever. Yeah. Oh, May 6th. Oh, May 6th. <laughs> if you wanted to get a hold of me, you get a hold of me at Gonksu on Twitter, C-A-N-K-S-U-O-U. The same thing on Magic Online. You can also get a hold of me at Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on the Imps Prison every couple weeks. The past episode was with Jay Boosh, where we talk hockey for some reason. <laughs> and you can also... What? Go Pens. Yeah. Uh, go Ooh. Wild. We I got mean, that's one. Fine, dude. I'm, I'm cool with Go Wild. My buddy's playing as the Wild right now on NHL uh, on PlayStation, so I'm cool with that. The question is, do you miss the North Stars? Oh, absolutely. I was at their last game in Minnesota before that's they left. Oh, so left sweet. Dallas. Wow, man, that's a great memory. I was obviously a very tiny child. At the yeah, time, that's but... so good. Yeah. 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 Is that against the Bengals? Wait, were you that tiny of a child? I'm only 26. Oh, man. And they left, what, 90, Damn it, I'm the youngest. 94? 94? Okay, yeah, that was... You need to get younger guests on. I don't want to feel... Yeah, like I mean, I was I was a moderately sized child by then. I remember that it was close to when we played you guys for the title, and that's why I was like, wait, did you go to a what Stanley Cup? Like, 94? No, God, no. No, yeah, I was not in the Stanley Cup. 91 <laughs> or 92 played them in the Stanley Cup. Finals. I was still in my dad's nutsack. Well, you know, you missed the good hawk. Um, yeah. So, but, hey, uh quick announcement uh, start looking for shirts coming up very soon you know new pit ins logo well the, the old pit ins logo on a new shirt those should be Take going that. up for sale in the next couple weeks um, in a darker is it color be the same is it going to be like the same layout or is it going to be like it'll be similar on the shirt? it'll okay. probably be in the same spot can we get like numbers and names on the back of it like a baseball jersey why are you making uh, Mike <laughs> because I want to be special you, you are, are special, special bro I, trust I me special <laughs> I need to all the time how special I am Oh, wow. Done. You did it. Yeah. Gold star. <laughs> I'm going to stick it right in the middle of your fucking forehead. Right. <laughs> I'm going to put So, no GPs next week, so we'll uh, figure something out. Filler. We'll get it. Oh, some good SCG news. Oh, or not SCG. Mad news. My bad. Me Hopefully some uh, history. We'll do an original segment. Yeah. Ooh. An original segment. Maybe we'll do an AMA. Ooh. Ooh, so you can talk about that. Yeah, we'll do some AMA. I'll figure it out next year. Anyway, so with no GPs, uh, but we'll figure something out. Uh, until next week. Cock to nothing. I never get tired of hearing him say that. Fucking <laughs> 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 all, man. <laughs> Have a good one. Go fuck yourself. 